All right, here we go. I'm in the link. I'm in there. Where are you, pal? Oh, you didn't get the link yet. It didn't go through. Hold on. Gotta love Discord. There we go. It should have gone through now. We're here. We're live. Elite Heat is back, baby. Well, we're just waiting on one JTE. Momentarily, he will be here. Yeah, build that suspense. Oh, man. Wait, I'm waiting for you, pal. You're not in there. I'm waiting for you. Uh, I'll stall the masses, pal. I'll stall the masses. So we got WWE Day 1 today. How excited are you guys for WWE Day 1? I mean, we have a marquee matchup. Edge made his triumphant return. Not to wrestle a legitimate superstar, but to wrestle Mike the Miz Mizanin. You know, out of all the dream matches, Edge promised us in multiple interviews. He mentioned AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, so on and so forth. And instead, we're watching him wrestle the Miz. So there's that. Hopefully, this program does not lead to WrestleMania. That's all I hope. All right, pal. Here we go. Let me get you in here. There he is. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Avatar. Here it is. Let's go. Who's excited? Nice avatar. Oh, man. That's that's so good. All right. So, yeah. You want me to walk you through now what 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 occurred? What brings well, us Kevin, here? Well, Kevin, you're the one who made the, the deeply controversial video that's getting ratioed on your YouTube channel. So I feel like it's only fitting, Kevin, for you to walk us through the, uh, the uh, dichotomy on wrestling Twitter with uh, Tony Khan and Big Swall. They're done. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's um, it's an act of unprofessionalism on Tony Khan's part. Tony Khan basically responded to a tweet about an article that featured controversial quotes from one Big Swole. Now, keep in mind, this is the most important thing of significance that Big Swole has ever done in her wrestling career. I'll just preface this with that. Literally, this is all she's done. She, her in-ring wrestling career was not, really anything of note um and then now she does this quote saying basically that AEW needs more black people in prominent positions saying that her daughter prefers to watch wwe because of Big E and bobby lashley being in prominent positions and her daughter feels there's no representation and she feels the same way and then she went on there to say that AEW fans can't handle criticism of AEW. and sure enough she proved everyone right because this tweet drops tony khan makes his response uh, should I read Tony Khan's response for anyone Kevin, who doesn't know? Go for it. Go for it, pal. All right. Why not? Why not? Let me pull up Tony Khan's response. So Tony Khan says this word for word, and I quote from his Twitter account. Um, he says, let me see. Let me find it. Let me find it. He says, the top two AEW execs are Brown, Jade Bowens, Caster, Dante, Nyla, Isaiah, and Mark Quinn, all won on TV this month. The TBS title tournament has been very diverse. I let Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. Kevin, before we read the next line, just, let's just stop you right there. It's been a very deep, meaningful tweet. Kevin, how do you suppose someone would end a tweet like this? What kind of last sentence would you put for a tweet like this? Well, well you figure that would be enough right there to end it there, but he, kept, he keeps going. He kept <laughs> it up. Um, yeah, you would think, okay, he said his piece, all right. But no, then he proceeds to say, 
Hashtag AEW Rampage Street Fight Tonight. <laughs> In all caps. So, yeah. That's where we are, pal. That is exactly where we are. Yeah, WWE released Tony Storm. Yeah, seen that. Um, so, Tony Khan says this. And my whole thing is just imagine... Just God only knows what would happen if Vince Vincent K. McMahon made the exact same tweet as Tony oh, Khan. Do you imagine? Could you? Oh my God! Oh my God! Bro, oh my God! Stock stock would plummet. Oh my God! It'd be so bad. Like, imagine, um, just imagine if it was like literally just came from Vince McMahon's Twitter account instead of Tony Khan's Twitter account. They would be insane. WWE would have to have shareholder meetings, emergency shareholder meetings. Vince McMahon would be selling off part of the company to make shareholders happy. That's the thing. Vince McMahon would never in a million years ever tweet something like this. Like, this is a, this is legitimate accusations from an African American wrestler. Not accusations, but legitimate criticisms, legitimate claims about AEW and Tony Khan. He doesn't think about making a professional statement. He just goes on Twitter and tweets the first thing that he could think of and then throws in a cheap plug for AEW Rampage. Like, and it's just the tweet was so unprofessional, really. Like, we could argue all day or we could discuss all day if, if AEW has diversity problems amongst mm-hmm. African American performers or um, uh, darker performers, but that's really yeah. irrelevant here. It's more about like AEW's, like, their presence and their perception following a move like this. Like you tell this story to anybody. I, I told this story to my fiance earlier and she was like, Oh, the first thing she said was, wow, that's unprofessional. Yeah. So, I mean, like casual people are going to look at this and be like, yeah, this is not what we do. That's not how you, you do things, you know? That's yeah. Like that, that was my biggest takeaway. Cause I mean, obviously, yeah, Kevin, you've done your video about this, which you'll give your extended thoughts on in a moment, which is going to be fantastic. Um, for me personally, my biggest takeaway was just that, the unprofessionalism. Um, I remember we did the Tony Khan bio months back, and this is one of the main things we talked about when it comes to Tony himself, as far as taking criticism, feedback, his social media presence, the fact that you'll never see anyone in the brass at WWE responding to a Twitter account with like nine followers or some random Joe Schmo bum on Twitter, Tony Khan will respond in these situations. Um, this situation, obviously a little bit different. This is a former, you know, wrestler of AW, someone he's been, he's been paying for two odd years now. Um, so it is a bit different, obviously than some random nine follower bum tool bag on Twitter. But that said, it's how it was handled, Kevin, which really it's what has made Tony Khan the butt of many jokes in the past day. It's made him a meme on social media. It's just, you can tell what's happened. He's seen this. He's panicked. He's freaked out. He's going, oh my God, oh my God. He's just, he's panicked, tweeted this. Has anyone proofread this? Has he ran this past EVPs? Has he ran this past fellow management? Has there been a PR person, a social media team? Look at this and go, Tony, you're going to get ratioed for this. It's a terrible idea. And Kevin, the clear answer to that's no. No one outside <laughs> Tony Khan looked at this tweet. And if they did and they approved it, you're literally, you're literally licking his ass. If you, if you approve this, so there you go. Okay. <laughs> well, that's well, my that, honest opinion. Anyone who approved Tony Khan's tweet, if he got anyone to approve it, you're literally licking his ass. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I, I just want to throw this out there, just say this real quick, and then you can continue. If Let's be real. If he showed that to the EVPs, they'd be like, oh, bro, that's a good tweet, dude. Do it. 
yeah yeah okay. that, that's the thing right it's like you look at the social media uh we'll say prowess <laughs> of the evps um i mean kenny omega is not even that out of all of them kenny omega is the best on social media cody rhodes he, this is the guy who got ratioed by someone who literally <laughs> said cody you're my favorite mid carter totally roasted ratioed cody rhodes Cody's been clowned on that many times. He's deactivated his Twitter a couple times. But he got he super ratioed off. twice too. He got super ratioed again after the guy that, um, the guy that said that the his his um, promo ending racism made him laugh. <laughs> you remember that one? Yes. <laughs> oh God! Uh, continue. I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. Oh, I was, I was going to say. So then, then you got the young bucks, Matt Nick Jackson from Rancho Cucamonga, the two guys who infamously have now recorded the lowest viewed episode of, <laughs> of Sneaker Combat. What's the name of the series again? I, I forget, Kevin, but Sneaker they have the lowest viewed episode in the history of the show. Kevin, this show has been going for five years. <laughs> They've had so many people on. The other day, Kevin, four days ago, they had two random subscribers <laughs> of the channel on. And these two, these two random Joe shows from the street, they've got 300,000 views in one half days. Matt and Nick Jackson, these supposedly famous mainstream wrestlers on TNT, hitting millions of homes. Oh these God. two can't even crack 220,000 views. That is embarrassing. Can I, can I say this real quick? Go. The, yeah. That episode has been removed from the the sneaker shopping season fourteen playlist on YouTube. You can't even no. find it on the playlist. It's just no, in the channel. Kidding. No. The, oh God! Look it up. Look, look at the playlist. They have a playlist for every single season, and the Young Bucks episode is not in that playlist. They have the fans. <laughs> they have the fans going sneaker shopping on the playlist, <laughs> but they don't have the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks didn't make the playlist. It that was so incredible. bad that they deleted it. That is wow. The video's still up. They just deleted it from the playlist. So they don't want anybody to even know that they were associated with the young bucks. Oh my god. I uh, guess I guess Dave, I guess Dave Meltzer and friends and rewatch that video over and over again and refresh it enough. Yeah, we need uh we need um Brian Alvarez to get in there with his mob and start watching that video, pal. Oh my god. So basically the, the point I'm trying to make here is that the EVPs are hardly social media, I guess. What's the word I'm looking for here? They're, they're not like gods at social media. They're not masters of PR. Social, social media is savvy. Yeah, they're not social media savvy. But Kevin, perfectly worded. Leave a like for Kevin's wording. So, yeah, in that sense, the EVPs aren't the best people to, I guess, consult in this situation. And then you look, look at Tony Khan himself, Kevin. This is just, I mean, remember when he had a freak out at Girl on Cinema? Some random YouTuber who makes $9 a video. Remember that? Yeah, like, and he's threatening to take away her 20 cents that she made from from a video about AEW. Yeah, that one. Remember when? Remember that same isn't the same Tony Khan who literally when the big botch happened at AEW uh, Revolution 2021. There, John, when uh Dean Ambrose and uh Kenny Omega had a uh, a a a cartoon kitty explosion at Revolution, <laughs> and uh, no one found it interesting. When that happened, and now AW was out there blocking everyone who was reposting the clip, reposting it, they're blocking everyone who's doing that. It's like, bro, like, the, the, this is not how you handle social media. This is not, like, like, what are you doing? And in that sense, Kevin, now we've got this situation where we've seen, like, a knee-jerk, panic, freak-out reaction from Shahid Khan's son, and it makes AW look like, a, not, not AW, not all the personnel. I'm, don't be too general because I know 
how AW fans work. They'll clip this one six second part of this and then they won't actually take on board everything I've said throughout the whole rant. But the whole point being this from the president, the face, Tony Khan, he has like 17 different titles in AW. He's the this, that creative officer, blah, 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 the person who runs payroll, etc. This from that guy makes the company look unprofessional, which is just, it, it's a disgrace, Kevin. It's, it's just, it's simply deplorable, pal. Yes, it's deplorable. There you go. That's the word. I mean, yeah, look, uh, they, Tony Khan or Shad Khan, I'm sure, has a social media team for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, maybe Tony could have gone over and talked to one of the interns over at the Jaguars office and be like, hey, pal, should I tweet this? But nevertheless, Tony Khan did not do that. Um, so where do we go from here? Uh, should I discuss, should we dig a little deeper into this? Or do you want Kevin, to keep talking Kevin, about the, the, on the surface level? Okay. We've got, we got 16 loyal, devoted, elite hate listeners on the stream now. Let's hit it with it. Let's hit them with it. Kevin, where does AW go from here? Where does the wrestling business go from here, pal? Where well, that, do they go? Let, let's go over some of the people that supported Tony Khan's tweet. So you had Britt Baker who retweeted it. Um, and I mean, that's whatever. A lot of people are, are attacking Britt Baker. I I mean, she retweeted a tweet. Did she do anything horribly wrong? Did she injure someone? Did she wish death upon someone? No. But, I mean, people were really mad at Britt Baker. What do you think about that? Do you think Britt Baker deserves any backlash for retweeting this tweet? I mean, I, I saw people, obviously, you know, outrage culture, cancel culture mob freaking out at Britt Baker. Um, I saw one guy essentially saying Britt Baker in AW. Is like no different to Charlotte Flair and WWE. I saw a bunch of people just freaking out at Britt Baker. She, she retweeted the tweet from the, the, the her boss. So it's like, you know, is what it is, Kevin. It's not like, the, as you said, she didn't curb stomp some guy's head on cement and kill them. She didn't do something horrible or dramatic. But at the same time, not the greatest look, but it, it, this is like whenever people like tweets, it, they like to tweet, okay? Who, it's not the biggest deal. So there's Britt Baker, Kevin. Let's move on to the next person, pal. Sure. Oh, and let, let me clear this up too before we actually move on. Um, Tony Khan, he said that he let Big Swole go because she couldn't wrestle. Now, objectively, is he wrong? Not really. I mean, what, what has Big Swole done inside the wrestling ring that was memorable, that made you go, oh my God, I need to watch her? She was not a must see talent. You know, she, I'm not saying that she was, she was bad in ring. You know, technically, she was technically sound, she was fine. But is he wrong? In saying that he let her go because she wasn't a good wrestler? No, that's not wrong. That's not racist. He's not doing anything wrong. He's not overstepping mm -hmm. any boundaries. It's sure. the way he went about it. It's just that's you, you don't, you know, just you don't say that in public, especially when she's she didn't come at him. She didn't say, Oh, Tony Khan is a terrible boss. Tony Khan hates black people. She didn't say anything like that. And then he his response is, Oh, she's a bad wrestler. I let her go. It's just not a good look, you know. Well, but Kevin, just remember. AW Rampage Street Fight, live tonight, tonight on Dynamite, live nine days from tonight on Dynamite, on Dynamite, on Dynamite. <laughs> Get around it. Get around it, pal. Get around Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know, and, and uh, someone said, uh, Toxic World said, the bunny can't wrestle. Yeah, the bunny can't wrestle, but she's on TV. There's a lot of women that can't wrestle. Britt Baker is not the best entering performer, but she's carrying the women's division. This company's paying Luther $400,000 a year, and people are complaining about that. Like, like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, so no, Tony Khan was not wrong saying that in saying that, that she's not a good wrestler. He's not racist. He's not, he's not an, uh, he's an asshole for doing that on, on a public forum on Twitter. 
when she was not attacking him or any, making any acquisitions against him. Like the way he responded, you would think that Big Swole went on CNN and was like, oh my God, I have dirt behind AEW. AEW's covering up racism. AEW holds down black people. Like you would think that she did some, she tried to do some hit piece on him. The way he responded, you know? Kevin, could you imagine if every time in 2019, 2020, a wrestler left WWE, be that release or otherwise, that let the contract expire, went on talk as Jericho and spent two hours, the better part of which, trashing Vince McMahon, trashing WWE. If Vince and the brass of WWE did what Tony's done here after every one of those, could you imagine Twitter? Twitter would be absolutely, it would be in its darkest days. The wrestling community would be a dumpster fire. You'd have death threats being sent to plenty. WWE stock would be in absolute mud. WWE stock would be down horrendous, pal. Like, can you imagine when John Moxley does his like big publicized ripoff of Sam Punk's shoot interview interview with Talkers Jericho in 2019? If, for instance, that same day, three hours later, Vince McMahon goes, "Well, actually, blah blah blah, your your cancer line was deserved, or what have you. You are never good at this. We push these guys." Watch Raw tonight, live on Dynamite. Watch Raw. Like, <laughs> live on Dynamite. What? Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. We know that what the reaction would be. And like I said in my video, which, by the way, anybody listening, if you guys haven't seen my video, can you go give it a thumbs up? Because I'm getting ratioed to all hell by the AEW oh, no. psychopath. So please give that video a thumbs up if you haven't, pretty please. Um, but no, like, like I said, Vince McMahon, would, he would spend his entire day on Twitter responding to people that hate him. If like if he did the same thing Tony Khan did, like just ima- imagine that. Like there's so many people. Like you have just tons of wrestlers. Not even to name specific wrestlers, but you have wrestlers from yesteryear, wrestlers from the late '90s, wrestlers from the 2000s, all bankrolling lawsuits against him. He gets criticized on a daily in dirt sheets, like by some by like like a guy like Maven, somebody who had a mediocre career. I'm not saying Maven specifically, but somebody like yeah. Ma- like Maven. Would go in it on a dirt sheet and be like, "Oh, Vince McMahon did this. I saw Vince McMahon assault a catering member," <laughs> and, and like, imagine if he if he did that. Like, imagine if he responded to all those people every single day. His day would literally be just responding to to crisis. He wouldn't be able to get any work done. He wouldn't be able to get into bed with the Saudi prince and and convince him that that Goldberg is Stone Cold Steve Austin. He wouldn't oh be able to God. like check up on Brock Lesnar every day, t- check Brock Lesnar's temperature, and make sure Brock Lesnar is okay with his storyline. Like it, it just he would be responding to these nonsense on Twitter all day long if he did what Khan did. Kevin, can I just put in here? See, JB Tony Khan even liked the reply that said ratio. <laughs> oh God, this is this is the future of the cut of the world, bro. We got millennials running companies. This is what, this this is what is- happens with fucking millennials, man. This this is like this is the same guy who quite literally would be a fifteen year old spending nine hours a day wrestling Twitter arguing over which promotion was you know is worse, which match was better, why X wrestler should be getting a push on X show, and if you don't agree, they're going to scream at you and it's going to ruin their day. That's this TK, the president of AW, alleged. I mean, Kev, I haven't seen this. I haven't checked Tony Khan's like tweets. If you want to fact check this now, feel free. But the, the, the sheer concept of that, liking a tweet that says ratio, could you imagine Nick Khan or Vince McMahon scrolling Twitter and going Nick to like iBeast's Twitter account and liking a tweet that says L plus ratio? Let's see. Like, like, I'm, I'm going to try to find this. What is this, bro? What is this? Ridiculous. Let's Come see. On. Let's see. I'm going to find this, bro. 
if this is real, I'm done. If this is real, I, I'm, I might do a video called I can't support AW anymore, dot, dot, dot. Because, Kevin, I'm a day one OG AW fan. I'm a oh, diehard AW fan. I look out for the health and safety of guys like Daniel Bryan more than the actual fans of AW do. But at the same time, these they, people are going to come and flame us for doing nothing. Tony Khan likes to tweet at Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti kissing, so he's in on it, pal. He's in on the cover-up that ruins Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti's relationships. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to find, <laughs> I'm trying to find this ratio reply. Don't mind me. I'm just going through all his likes on Twitter, which is great. He seems oh, to man. like a lot of Tay Conti's content, pal. Yeah, he oh, did. Wow. He did. He liked he liked a tweet that said ratio. Uh, under it was not under the same tweet. It wasn't under his tweet bashing um Big Swole. Yeah. But it was on a tweet congratulating Tay Conti, Anna J, uh Penelope Ford, and Ali for their their street fight on dynamite. Live on dynamite, live on dynamite, live on dynamite, nine days, nine days, nine days, nine days, nine days. So somebody said, I don't know who it was because the tweet was deleted. Somebody said something. And then another Twitter account literally responded ratio in all caps, and Tony Khan liked it. That is... <laughs> yeah, to- yeah here's, here's a response from another account, a response that says, Tony Khan somehow liked this. Is he drunk? If so, that explains the brain-dead tweet. He for sure is. I don't think someone that's in his position that is an HR for one of the biggest wrestling companies would like a ratio tweet. Oh, uh, so Tony Khan may have had a little too much champagne on the old New Year's Eve, pal. I think that that's is, what we're getting here. He liked a tweet saying ratio. How is yeah. he? Is he thirteen? What? What? <laughs> and people, people are quoting this saying Tony Khan liked this. Tony Khan's drunk. Ain't no way Tony Khan liked this. That I, I I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I'm genuinely dumbfounded. Like, what? Like, bro, and as Brian says, Tony Khan's at a party with the EVPs, bro. I mean, could you imagine? You got Matt and Nick Jackson saying there, being like, hey, Tony, we got the least viewed episode of Sneaker Shop in history of the show. Cody Rhodes is there, like, hey, I ended racism. You got Kenny Omega there, reflecting on his amazing storyline where he made out with the Bushi over and over again. Tony Khan walks in. He's like, hey, I got Twitter out on my phone, guys. L plus ratio. Like, Big Swole sucks. Like, like bro, bro, this is just, this is an embarrassment. It, it's it's so unprofessional. He's 39, bro. This is a 39-year-old man. It's a 39-year-old man liking a tweet that says ratio. He's a billionaire. His father owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. They own, what, the Fulham Football Club? They own AEW. This is the owner of three respectable brands in sports culture. And and he's liking a tweet that says ratio. He's acting like a 13-year-old with no profile picture. He's acting like a 12-year-old that's on Twitter illegally. And lied about their age to be on Twitter. And this is the guy that's running the biggest competition to go up against Vince McMahon in 20 plus years? Are you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Is this a joke? Like no, that has to be it has to be a drunk like. It has this, to be. This is this is worse than anything Dixie Carter would do. This is worse. Yeah, like I mean, you yeah, imagine Dixie Carter did allow Jeff Hardy to stumble out drunk out of his mind and high off Soma's 
So no, that was Eric thing. Bischoff. That was Eric Bischoff, and you know that. Hey, she was still in charge of the company at the time. Eric Bischoff was running wrestling opera. Dixie was just there to be there because the parents were rich. Oh, Dixie allowed it. Damn it. Damn it, pal. <laughs> Dixie Carter's a saint, pal. Dixie Carter likes high wrestlers. <laughs> Dixie Carter loved healthcare, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Dana White loves universal healthcare and insurance, pal. Anyway. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Oh no! Just, uh, no! Don't don't please don't flag this video, YouTube. Please, oh, that was no. a joke. We love Dana White. We love the UFC. The UFC has phenomenal health care for their fighters. That was a joke. Okay. Anyway, we're we're getting off topic here. The, the main thing, Kevin, we're talking about where AW goes from here as far as this. We'll call it an incident, and then I guess what could come out of here as far as other wrestlers. You mentioned Britt Baker, Kevin. This was like 25 minutes ago we had this interaction, but continue, go on. Yes, um, so then there was uh, there was Jade Cargill, Will Hobbs. Uh, they all came to the defense of Tony Khan, which is great, fine and dandy. Um, Will Hobbs basically said that he, he's felt that he's been in important positions on TV. He's had a big match with CM Punk. Um, Bro, Will Hobbs, he was the, the one person of color in the all elite white wrestling uh, eight-man number one contenders tournament for the AW World title in October. Do you remember that? Yeah, how can I forget? And then Orange Cassidy, a five-foot-eight scrawny white guy who I'm literally bigger than, beat him in a minute. Um, <laughs> and that was the first match of the tournament, so it was, it was, it was, it was a power play statement. AW saying, "Oh, get get the person of color out of this tournament." And seven white people left. Let's go. Like, like, <laughs> what, what is this, bro? Oh and no! Like, like, how are you gonna say, "Oh my god, AW does nothing wrong as far as any you know racial undertones type thing"? And then look at that, look at that tournament. Like, yeah, that's a perfect example. You remember? Like, oh, was it the All Out 2020 poster? It was literally all white people on the poster. Jesus. I mean, which it is what it is. Their top wrestlers are white. Like it's not, it's not the end yeah. of the world. It's not mm-hmm. the end of the world. But the problem is that they constantly preach about being the all-inclusive company, the company that cares about others, and they want to put others in in a in a spot of significance. Their only mm-hmm. black champion is Scorpio Sky. That's the only black champion they've ever had, and that was he had a tag team title reign for what like three months. With uh, with Frankie Kazarian, but Kevin, the the Lucha Bros Latino. Yeah, they're not black. And but, was... but, 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 but L plus ratio, young boy better, <laughs> little girl better. L L L. Like that. Like, it, that was the whole crux of Big Soul's statement, you know. But what what was uh, Jay Cargill's tweet? I don't see it. Has anybody seen it? I mean, yeah, if anyone, if anyone sees it, feel free, leave that in chat. Also, real quick, I just want to say in the chat, Carl Hart. Oh, oh, here, oh, oh so here it is. Okay, yeah. here it is. I think this is it. Jay Cargill says, quote, that bitch, Jay Cargill, 2021 pro wrestling recap and highlights. No prior wrestling experience, trusted in the upstart company over a well-known one. Once in a lifetime, high profile entering debut with Shaq and Cody Rhodes. So, <clears throat> Okay. I guess that's her coming to the defense of Tony Khan. I guess that's the tweet. I, I don't know. But, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with what she's saying. Like, I, nobody's yeah. saying that, that AEW is racist, though. There's no blatant out-front allegations being made that AEW is racist. I mean, to be you've you've been saying some parts of Twitter. Uh, yes. I, to, to be objective, you haven't seen Job Nation and Gareth's Twitter accounts. No, I, I, I'm talking about from people within, a, within AEW. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Big Swole did not make any outright allegations 
towards Tony Khan. Um, Leo Rush did not make any allegations towards AEW. There, there's no, there's been no allegations, no finger pointing, hmm. no attempted yeah. lawsuits. There's been none of that. So, I mean, it's really just finger pointing. Hmm. Jade Cargill, I mean, she was in a featured spot. She's right. She was in a featured spot with Shaq and Cody. But, I mean, Jade Cargill is going to be a star. We'll see if she makes it to the to the apex of AEW. And, I mean, she should, you know. But, I don't know. I, I don't. I personally, I don't think AEW has a huge diversity problem. Like, it, it's, it could be better. But it's not, like, it, I don't think it's blatant, you know. What, 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 do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty similar. Um, obviously, like I pointed to that example with the um, like the eight man number one contenders tournament, which like that one's just one of those ones you look at and go, okay, that's just that, that's like, when you when you bluntly describe what happened to that tournament, not great, but that's just one kind of solo little you know little case study example. When you look in totality, like I've seen people on Twitter explaining all the different things which either minority groups or people of color have done in AW in the past year, year and a half, which absolutely like Jay Cargill is a fantastic example. Her presentation has been really good. They've made her like a dominant, strong, empowered person of color on AW TV, a good you know model of representation, someone who in this case, Kevin, going back to Big Swallow's statement, her kids could watch and look at and go, that that's you know inspiring to me. I, I, I'm you know empowered by Big you know, by Jay Cargill. That's cool. That's awesome. But, like, I think in totality, you look at AEW and, I mean, the memes have been made by particularly the anti-AEW accounts, your Garrett's, your Job Nations on YouTube, guys like Millennial Smart, Walt Clyde, these types, about AEW and how they've pushed people of colour, African-Americans, different minority groups. Point, points have been made about that, which are hard to argue with. Um, I'm not on the boat, personally, that thinks, oh, AEW racist. Like, No. Like that, that's no, but I, I, I can see where everyone's coming from. I can see the people who are like AW love to say they're so diverse and inclusive, but they've done not that much to really prove it as far as showing people of color, minorities, all these type of things on a weekly basis. Like I, I just think Kevin, I'm not in one camp or the other. I think on a, a topic like this being definitively in one camp is a slippery slope. Um, but I can understand where people are coming from all sides of the spectrum. So. Absolutely. And yeah, I don't think AEW is all out racist. Like they're just not, you know, they're not a racist company. That would that would be insane <clears throat> to imagine <clears throat> a company like AEW with their status in culture right now being racist. Like that would be just a massive story. You know, it's particularly, it can, it's particularly when they've like the first year of AEW in 2019, I believe that first press conference they did the first week of 2019, you had Brandy Rhodes, Kenny Omega. You had Cody Rhodes, Tony Khan, talking about how this is the company for inclusion. Everyone matters. Everyone is going to be represented. Where you're like, I remember Brandy Rhodes in that first press conference talking about how proud they were to have Nyla Rose on board and everything Nyla Rose represents. And just generally with all these like different kind, like the full spectrum of people, all shapes, sizes, skin colors, everything. Like AEW, that was their thing in 2019, especially. I heard that a ton as far as like all they're doing right in that regard, which is awesome. Um, since then, especially recently, have we r- r- truly seen that to the same extent? God, no. Um, has the representation been there the way they've built it up to be in previous years? Objectively, no. Um, but that said, Kevin, it, it, it is a definite watch this space. Where AW go with pushing 
minority groups, people of color, African-American people, all that type of thing, where they go from here with that. Waste to be seen, but God, it's interesting, huh? Yeah, it remains to be seen, exactly. So, all right, so I, I guess we'll talk about Tay Conti now. So, Tay Conti came to her boss's defense, to, to a young TK's defense. She yep. tweeted out, as you all know, I'm Latina and I know the struggles. I have an accent and cutting a promo on national TV is not something that you see normally, but AEW and TK makes me feel comfortable and not ashamed doing it. And then she promotes the street fight. And yeah, basically that that's her tweet. So yeah. the first part, well, I mean, pick apart this where she says someone with an accent cutting a promo on national TV is not something that you see normally. So I guess she's never watched wrestling. That'd be my assumption. Um, <laughs> Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Alberto Del Rio, Andrade. Um, I could name a few more if I really thought about it. Juventud Guerrera, Psychosis. Um, what's his name? Conan. All these wrestlers have been on live TV cutting promos with a Spanish accent. Some more prevalent than others. Andrade, Alberto Del Rio, more thicker accents. Um, Eddie Guerrero used to, I think he used to spice it up for the camera. Rey Mysterio as well. But she's not like... She's not an alien, you know. She's not the first la- la- Latino person with a with like a heavy Latino accent on their English to cut a promo in a wrestling ring yeah. on national TV. She's not the first of its kind. It's not super rare. Uh, she, I guess, she forgot that Andrade works for a company too. I mean, Andrade's so far buried in catering that she forgot that he works there. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, maybe there hasn't been that many Latino women in her play. I can't think of any. Maybe Vicky Guerrero is one that comes to mind, but yeah. she's that heavy accent like Tay Conti. I get what she's saying though. She's saying that English is not her first language, um, and you know it's tough for her to do. I mean, my my father came to this country not knowing any English, spoke with an accent, and he did just fine. He learned English, did just fine. So I don't really sympathize with people like that. It is what it is. You know, you can come at me all you want. Um, then the other thing is she's she's light skinned. She's she's light skinned. She's not she's not a dark Latino person, you know. And we don't really have that many in wrestling. But like you look at like I guess Proud and Powerful would be the best example. They're more darker skin. Kevin, and- real quick, just just for some kind of context with this, because um, I know a number of people watching. Like I'm, you you guys see me on camera. I'm a pasty white boy from Australia. Like I'm I'm not exactly like <laughs> as far as any kind of ethnics or minority groups or pearls of color that type of thing just real quick just briefly you explain i guess with that one the difference between us i guess light skin latino dog skin latino that what that kind of means just generally um if possible okay so what that means since people don't understand this being latino is an ethnicity not a race in, in latino countries like puerto rico for example from where, I, where i'm from there are african puerto ricans just like they're african americans in the united states Mm, there's yeah. white Puerto Ricans and then there's Asian Puerto Ricans, which are called Tayanos, which are right. what I believe what Pride and Powerful are. I believe they're Tayano. There's a lot of Philippine people, Chinese people that immigrate to Puerto Rico. Being Latino is, is an ethnicity. It's about the culture. It's about the, the Spanish language, the food, the environment. But there are different races in all, in all those countries. You go, if you go to Panama, is another one. Panama, there's mostly black people in Panama. It doesn't fit what America has told us what a Latin person is supposed to look like. Latin, uh, what America has told us Latin people are supposed to look like Bad Bunny. They're supposed to look like Daddy Yankee. They're supposed to look like 
this person and this person. They're not supposed to look like like Tego Calderon. You probably you guys probably have no idea who Tego Calderon is, but he's a singer, a rapper who's black and is is prominent in the the black the Afro Latino culture. They're not supposed to look like that, according to what the, the stereotypes and the media ter- stereotypes. So yeah, that, that's but I guess the, the quickest way I could describe it. Gotcha. All good. It's okay. So you're saying something about Tay Conti and finish off that thought, and then we can I guess deep dive and have some more. Sure. So Tay Conti, she is she's white Latina. She's not African. You know, so she doesn't know the struggles, but she says she knows the struggles. I assume she's talking about the struggles that Big Swole is going through, and she really can't relate. I'm not saying I can relate to her struggles. No, I, I'm not saying that, but she cannot relate to to the struggles that Big Swole's talking that Big Swole goes through. If that's what she's even talking about, like I don't know what struggles she's talking about. She just said the, the struggles, so I don't mm. know. But assuming that she's talking about the struggles of being a woman being a minority woman on television. It's a lot different for someone like Tay Conti. Someone like Tay Conti, light-skinned Latina, that's all the rage right now in pop culture. That light-skinned Latinas get more opportunities for movies, TV shows, um, than an African Latino person would or an African-American person would. Hmm. And that, that's just a fact. It, it is what it is. It's a fact right now. Like In Latin America, people are very racist. It is what it is. It's unfortunate, but it's it's a problem that's getting traction on social media, but it's not it's not really close to being addressed. But yeah, that's all I gotta say. Well, Kevin, you mentioned one example in your video, which I just want to deep dive on. So Sophia Vergara, um, in case you don't know, uh, as you said in your video, you know, the star of Modern Family made that show as big as it got. Perfect example of the kind of thing you're referring to here. Her net worth is 180 million dollars. She has mm-hmm. 24.2 million Instagram followers. She's worldwide known as a um, you know, Colombian actress, Latina woman. But I, I guess it's just you know, it's just she, impossible. She's what a she's what a Latina is supposed to look like according to American culture. That that that's like the stereotype. And she speaks with the accent. She doesn't English, not her first language. But that's like all the rage. Those are people are attracted to, you know. So. Mm. It is, you know, it just it is what it is. Gotcha. So then from here, we have uh, Tay Conti. So she, obviously she has, she has that tweet yesterday. Um, and then follows that, with that one up with saying, um, quote being Tony Khan, saying, thank you for everything you do for us. Your enthusiasm and the way you trust us makes my job easier. So a nice bit of, I guess, praise of Tony Khan there. And then, Kevin, the next thing I want to mention, Leo Rush. Um, th- this is interesting to me uh, because Leo is someone who has never been the type to just keep his opinions suppressed and not voice any opinion. Leo Rush has had a, a a few little instances on social media in the past few years. Kevin, this one yesterday, um, want to give us your thoughts on Leo Rush's reaction to the whole situation? Yeah. I mean, he tweets out in all caps, apology or apologize, Tony. And I, I mean, I don't know. It is what it is. Leo Rush conveniently seems to be at the forefront whenever there's like, like a, a trend over racial tension, we think back to when he said something along the lines of, of like, Keith Lee was given a championship because of, like, a, a social movement that was going on. You remember that oh, last that, year, yeah. uh, commenting on Bobby Lashley winning the title. Like, Leo Rush seems to be at the forefront. He knows when to put himself in the right situation. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't really have much thoughts about that. Like, yeah, Tony yeah. Khan needs to apologize. Will he apologize? No. 
you know, will he pick up the phone and call Big Swole? I don't know. Maybe he will. I don't know Big Swole. I don't know Tony Khan. Maybe maybe he'll call her. Maybe she'll call him. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, well, Leah Rush said something else, didn't he? Was there another tweet you were referring to? Oh, I mean, t- take your pick. I mean, so okay, feel free to entertain the the, the, the twenty five odd people we have in the building for like another ten seconds. I pull these up. All right. Yeah. So let, let's uh, let's talk about. Let's just imagine. Let's just imagine Jade. Uh, not Jade. Big Swole talking about Tony Khan or talking to Tony Khan. Like, I wonder how that would go. You know, Tony Khan calls up Big Swole and she's like. Oh man, uh, we had some beef, whatever. Like I, I can't really see it. I don't. Tony Khan doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would apologize. He seems like the kind of guy that's going to think he's right and is going to plant his flag in the ground. Okay, so Kevin, I got I got an update for you. So four minutes ago now, Leo Rush tweets a, a very kind of generally positive um, note about Tony Khan as far as clearing up his side of the situation. Um, this one. His parents just kind of make clear there isn't like some big like racial divisive beef in AEW. Um, granted, whether he's been told to say this and put this statement out by the AEW EVPs and the brass at AEW, whether that's the case and he truly means this, ways to be seen. Um, essentially, the whole crux of this statement, you can check it out on Leah Rush's Twitter. I'm essentially saying that he's not trying to imply or say that AEW or Tony Khan's racist. He's thankful for the opportunity to be there. He spoke to Tony Khan and Kenny Omega and all this type of stuff to discuss future endeavors and the understand the struggles of the black community, what have you. Um, he's excited for a positive year in 2022. So hopefully that's nipped out in the bud and that's not going to be an issue. Um, hopefully that's a truly genuine statement um, and that's all good from there um, because, yeah, if there's any – if that's like cap and there's actually is issues there, it's going to come out in interviews in the next year or two. But, yeah, there you go. For sure. I mean, yeah, and then he said, he said, if nobody says something, then I will because this is fucked up and now I'm pissed. That was what he said 20 hours ago. Mm. Um. Yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. I mean, is it? Yeah, I mean, what are we going to do? You know, we, we can't do anything. We're going to make a stream about it and scream about it, pal, for views. Yeah, that's all we can do, pal. Um, no, his his statement. Ah, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting statement. I mean, it seems like he's, he's calm. He seemed pretty mad based on his prior responses yeah. earlier on. Um. I believe it. If he said he spoke to Tony Khan, then I believe it. And if Tony Khan says that he's going to change things, then yeah. I mean, all this stuff should be done in private anyway. Yeah. None of this should have been on Twitter in the from the beginning. Tony Khan should not have been blasting her on Twitter. Yeah. Um, they're just, yeah, they're in no way, shape, or form. Like, this all should have been done behind closed doors. But we live in a day now where people are going to tweet everything, and we have live access to information as it happens. So there's some perks with that, and there's some negatives. Absolutely. Um, as, as Brian says here, imagine the AW locker room right now. The, the, this, Kevin, this is the dichotomy I want to discuss as far as now going forward, what this will mean. I, I personally, I feel like most of the locker room will carry on as normal. Um, I do feel like with some people in the AW locker room, this will be a bit of a, like a kind of a, a nagging gripe as far as, uh, like, I'm not, I'm not saying people in the AW locker room will never look at Tony Khan and EVPs the same. That's, over dramatic and cap but like i think like this would be one of these things which people go mm, remember that time that this got aired publicly on social media this kind of unprofessional borderline hints of racism little thing happened on twitter remember that and that could affect some people how they view aw their stance going forward whether they renew contracts whether they maybe want to go wwe whether they come out in an interview and potentially blast aw all this type of stuff kevin Ways to be seen, pal. Ways to be seen. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, pal. I mean, look, uh, we we can address we can address the race issue in wrestling as a whole. WWE does not have a clear record, you know. Nowadays, WWE they've they've come a long way, you know. They've they've shied away from stereotype um, feuds and programs, like when we saw Chavo Guerrero as a as a maid for a white guy. We saw that, you know. We saw Teddy Long used to come out and <laughs> like Teddy Long is basically like a like a a, a television version of a Black Panther. Uh, you've all heard the stories of like Ric Flair saying the N word, and obviously Vince McMahon said the N word to John Cena in front of Booker T. Well, Kevin, to be to be fair with this, it's it's like obviously like back then it was like the, the racial equality side of things. It was truly few and far between. I remember in like watching Survivor Series, I think oh four or five, whichever one Vince McMahon said the N word on that same show. There was a segment where Edge was like out, you know. He, he literally, there was, there was a, a black athlete, I think from a football player or a hockey player in the front row. Edge is out there trying to get heel hate in a promo, calling this just this random black athlete Mark Henry to try and get hate. Like, like this is this is where they came from as far as WWE's WWE's track record, as far as like on screen, not good. Behind the scenes, there's some stories as well. But when it comes to, I guess, more recent times, Kevin, I remember watching Raw in April of last year saying Jerry Lawler described Akira Tozawa's finisher as the ramen noodle moonsault. I remember Akira Tozawa coming out with a group of ninjas just because he's Japanese. Like, all this type of stuff, pal. WWE Drake was not seen, like, you know, not great, mate. The best of yeah. chances. But you look at what they've done in the past five years as far as empowerment, pushing people of color, pushing minority groups, all this type of stuff. We all know the agendas, pal. If you watch WWE now, it, it, it's it's ridiculous. But that said, yeah. Kevin, you got Big E's WWE champion. Big E's out there doing the ring introductions for Tyson Fury and Dante Wilder ahead of their massive trilogy fight, one of the best fights in heavyweight history. You've got Bobby Lashley, who was the dominant WWE champion for the better part of the last year. You've got representation right across the board. Bianca Belair is the biggest female star they have now. Sasha Banks, the like. You've got wrestlers from all over the world getting opportunities. Oscar was a massive star. All these type of people, Kevin. Representation is not really an issue as far as Getting the push, obviously, WWE had some little instances before, but yeah, too easy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it is, you know, it, it's interesting to say the least when you look at WWE's track record. And people bring it up all the time. It's like I don't, I don't. I'm trying to be very careful how I say this, but yeah, on Twitter, it's almost like people are having a battle of who is more racist. Yes, between yes. Vince McMahon and Tony Khan, like you, you see this here or there. People are just battling over it. Like, oh, Vince said this. Oh, Triple H said this in a promo. Oh, this. Oh, that. It's like, well, two negatives don't equal a right. <laughs> you know, it, they they don't. But yeah, let's talk about the backstage dichotomy in AEW. That that's I think this is um, a good, like a good transition point. Um, also, before before we get to that transition point, Superkick. I mean, first off, shout out to Superkick. Um, the video today drop was sensational. Um, oh, it's the best video I've seen in 2022, by far. Objectively, yeah. Actually, to be fair, pal, our, our no, video. No, on, go, on, go, go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say our video on your channel about um, do wrestling uh, ratings matter in wrestling. I think that was objectively the best video we've seen, pal. Objectively. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Now, on a serious note, I think Superkick may have dropped the 2022 video of the year on the first day of the new year. So, and that video was damn good. Strategically timed. He's trying to win video of the year strategically. Yeah. I love it. By the time he's gonna have like 300,000 subscribers by the end of next year, 
the guy's gonna be doing interviews on on like on, on TSN. We're gonna have Superkick Studios interviewing Edge on TSN. Could you imagine? Superkick gets the interview with John Cena on like some like mainstream YouTube channel instead of wrestling gifts, and it's like a beef. Could you imagine? <laughs> you imagine wrestling gifts during a diss track on Superkick Studios? That would be views. I mean, to be Superkick, if you want to orchestrate a beef with gifts, that'd be that'd be crazy, yeah, right? I mean, while while our boy Pav is making videos of him jumping on the couch playing the, the Nintendo Wii, Superkick Studios is out here doing research, pulling up Bro, data, wrestling pull up data, gifts. pal. Wrestling gifts did a storyline, a twenty-eight minute story about how he pulled the fire alarm. Just for his friend to <laughs> not give him SmackDown vs. <laughs> bro, bro, Pav said he was chilling when he was eight years old, setting off the fire alarm and causing his principal to suspend him. And then he lied to his parents. You don't want to get beat, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what's going on here, pal. You know, Superkick is out there getting data, proving objectively why WWE has failed after they went PG, but how they somehow gained more money. I was mind blown by some of the stats that he pulled out, bro. That was, it was crazy. That was a, yeah. What a moment, but yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of a Jimmy Highroller video. Um, If you follow the NBA community, you know who I'm talking about. The high quality videos, that guy's got like 2 million subs. So, um, yeah, that's all good. Let's go. Uh, Superkick battle of the brown boys. Bet. I, I, I can't comment or else I'll be canceled. So, that's all good. Um, Kevin, we're, we're going to talk about the AEW roster locker room dichotomy, pal, or whatever you wanted to talk about, pal. Hit us with something. Well, we need, we need another hit piece video from you. We need you to say, dear Tony Khan, please step down as CEO. We, we need that video. Oh, that's an idea, pal. That's an idea, you know. I reckon, oh, my God. Could you imagine Twitter? Oh, no. That'd be the end of your YouTube career, pal. You, you would get ratioed harder than I'm getting ratioed right now. Bro, you should have seen um, when I... Because the the Dear Daniel Bryan Please Retire video, the only people who knew about that before I posted it, I think you, Superkick, and KO fan. Um, oh, kept that one under the wraps, pal. Because I, I, t- I gave KO the briefing. He was like, okay, I'll do the thumbnail. <laughs> he didn't comment. And I told Superkick, and he was like, you're not actually going to release that, are you? He's like, I'm like, I am. Like, this video is dropping. And he's like, you're, why? <laughs> and then and, and you know, it. I loved it. As soon as you told me that bit about you like slowing down on Hangman dropping Daniel Bryan on his neck or Hangman dropping a random wrestler on his neck, I was like, yeah, bro, put that out. That's great. I remember showing you that and you were just like, oh my God. So I dropped the video. <laughs> I, I spent like all of my day working that video. It was like, it was actually a good little hit piece. Um, and then I dropped it at like 4 a.m. because I like, I was like, I, like a, I was sick at the time. I had like a cold or something. I wake up like four in the morning. I'm like, I'll drop this video now. I drop it. Promote it on Twitter. Go back to sleep for two hours, Kevin. I wake up and my Twitter, it was a car crash. It was the worst I've ever seen Twitter. It was, that's what like someone like Donald Trump's Twitter must look like. Just you go through the mentions, it's toxicity, it's abuse. Some people love it. Some people, a lot of people just hate it. It's so negative, so toxic. It was, wow, wow. Absolutely. No, for sure, man. And then, yeah, the, the ratio on that tweet was incredible. Oh. <laughs> that was like, well, what did they say? Oh, if you cared that much about Daniel Bryan, you'd let him be happy or something. It's like, I was like, I care about him more because I don't want him to be laying on his neck and get paralyzed, dumbass. But anyway, we move, we move. Yeah. All good. And then, and then, I, then I brought you to an AEW show with me and, and you were booing Daniel Bryan relentlessly out of the building. Yeah, I, I was screaming about Daniel Bryan saying, please retire, you dickhead. But anyway. <laughs> All right, oh, yeah, good. back back to the uh, the regularly scheduled program. So, yes, yes, we, we, um, we back, pal. Send beer. Let's go. Are we back? The, the AEW roster. 
Uh, I can only imagine what it's like. I mean, Leo Rush is Leo Rush a regular member of the roster now? Is he if, is he all elite? Is that official? Well, yeah, he, he's been a toy in the toy box for like six months now. I mean, he was one of those who just kind of shot up and you got, you saw the Leo Rush, the all late graphic. And then you're like, okay, you, you stop caring after about 15 minutes. And then if you cared at all, then you just moved on. I'm sorry. This comment just ruined my, my thought. No, Trey Young is not going to be a day one. No, he I swear. Kevin, he objectively is. And he's gonna, I, I, he's I gonna swear if Trey Young, if he assaults a legendary wrestler like Rey Mysterio, I might break my TV. <laughs> If, if, he, if he even thinks about going near Rey Mysterio, pal, it's over. Uh, I'm going to fly to Atlanta, and, I, and I'm, and I'm going to do like that guy did to Seth Rollins. I'm going to tackle Trey Young no, no. on the stage, pal. <laughs> oh, God. Now, Kevin, you're, you're going to do like a Finn Balor double shotgun stomp off the top rope to like Trey Young if he touches Patrick Ewing, pal. Like, oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Why do they keep bringing Trey Young back, pal? Trey Young had draw. <laughs> He just had COVID. All right, all right, all right. Back, back on track. I'm sorry. I'm not going to stop yelling. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. This is going totally off the rails. Um, so, yeah, but basically what I was going to say, Kevin, you're, you're alluding to the dichotomy in AEW, the locker room, all this kind of stuff. Kevin, I can't wait for Brian Cage to do a, like a, a – he'll leave AEW and do the most like ridiculous shoot interview you'll ever hear about AEW, talking about behind the scenes, how much of a mess it is. It'll be like when Mick Foley and all these legends left TNA and just trashed it. It'll be like that with Brian Cage. He's getting the biggest <laughs> shoot interview we've ever seen. We were talking about Matt Hardy was running out around with his CTE brain. <laughs> you had Andrade El Idolo backstage, like, you know, complaining how Charlotte Flair was X, Y, and Z, why they broke up. You'll have, you know, Brian Cage saying that Eddie Kingston was like a dictator backstage. Cody Rhodes was the worst person ever. Wait, wait, you said, you said Charlotte Andrade broke up? Yeah. They, they just they posted a picture together on Instagram, like I think like two days ago. Then like really? out or something. Yeah. Oh my god, I got clickbaited by Fightful again. Yeah, Damn I it. yeah, I was like, wait, what? They broke up? Like what? I... Oh my god. Click don't okay. Anyway, move on. We move. We move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Brian Cage you, you think he'll pull a Scott Hall? Like when, when Scott Hall told the stories about how Dixie Carter tried to bang wrestlers. Thing at a club. No, no, yeah. like how Dixie Carter tried to bang wrestlers. You think Brian Cage would be like, hey, uh, <laughs> Tony Khan is trying to bang some of the chicks, bro. Tony Khan trying to bang wrestlers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. That would be so funny. Bro, you're telling me there was sexual tension when Tony Khan was talking to Brian Danielson backstage. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, here, here it is. Y- yesterday, Charlotte posted, like, 10 pictures of her and Andrade hanging out on New Year's. Well, like... Four different articles in the wrestling journalist fraternity clickbaited that they broke up. But Kevin, wrestling media is as bad as it gets. Wrestling media is as bad as CNN, pal, if not worse. Okay. Right? I mean, he literally has her hand on um, on her, we'll say her chest. So her chest, I, okay. I guess they're more than friends. So are they are they parodying when Vince McMahon healed Candace Michelle backstage in 2006? Yes. That is what they're doing, pal. Can we, imperson- can we impersonate that real quick? <laughs> oh, Mr. McMahon! Mr. McMahon! Vince! Vince! <laughs> oh, Candace! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah, Candace! Oh, oh Candace! Oh, yeah, I, I, I'll play it for everyone here. Here, I'll play it for everyone so you guys can all see it. So just um, real quick, this, this segment was in 2006, and Vince McMahon was at the height of his craziness. He's doing a segment backstage before a match where <laughs> Michelle was saying that she has like a, a, a chest infection. 
She needs to be healed. And Vince McMahon proceeds to literally grab her chest, we'll say, and proceed. They're just both screaming. Shane McMahon walks in and stops the whole situation. It, it's a mess. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to play it now. Hopefully we don't get this uh, this video taken down from the YouTubes, but whatever. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Which screen do I need to share, pal? Uh, oh, God. Screen. Oh, God. Right, here we go. All right, can you guys see this? Do you, guys, do you guys see it? I can't. Um, I can't see anything. I'm trying. Oh, there we go. There we go, pal. All right, here we go. Here it is. Here it is. Oh my god, I'm so excited! <laughs> you guys get to what? Look at this. That's- <laughs> and then here comes Shane. Shane's like, "Hey, have a match, pal." Oh damn it! Oh Candace! Oh yeah, Candace! Candace! Ah! Oh, ah! Oh. That's legit what this is. <laughs> Vince, McMahon, Vince is like, oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm healing Candace. And Shane is like, heal her later. Yeah, so get, get this clip off the screen before our channel gets taken down. So legit. <laughs> oh, man, that is fantastic that content. Was, yeah, so for people who are wondering why I was legit screaming and kind of orgasming on stream, it was, I was impersonating that. So. Oh, you guys couldn't hear it? Damn it. Um, well, Kevin, if we, if we played audio as well, we'd be... Yeah, all you need cooked. to know is literally Candace is screaming, oh, Vince, oh. And Vince is like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, that's all it was. So, yeah, Vince is like, oh, I'm healing her, damn it. Oh, oh. Oh. Anyway, so how did we get to Vince McMahon healing Candace? How, how did this start? Um, I don't know. I have COVID, so I don't remember anything. Oh, so I think it was, yeah, because Tony Khan was trying to like, heal Daniel Bryan backstage. Something like that. Yeah, this um, stream is way off the rails, pal. Oh, we were talking about um, Brian Cage. If he did a shoot interview and, and, and accused Tony Khan of trying to bang the chicks in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine Tony Khan at like a New Year's Eve party, and he's like all like he's just drunk talking to Tay Conti, and Tay Conti's like, um, uh, Sammy, can you can we leave? <laughs> okay, bruh, bruh. Bruh. Um. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Brian Cage will do a shoot interview. We'll go to WWE. Um. That's one of our bold calls in our uh, upcoming uh bold calls video on our uh, the JTE channel. So people look out for that one. Um. There's some good stuff in there, pal. Um. As far as AW generally though, Kevin, I guess I'll just ask you this: going forward after this big spat on Twitter, will you be more enticed to watch AW, pal? Uh, I mean, I, I rarely watch AW as it is. I do watch Dynamite just about every week. Um, so I don't, I don't see myself watching more regularly than that already. So I don't see myself watching AEW Dark or, or Elevation or Rampage due quick to this incident. Is, quick question. Does anyone watch AEW Dark Elevation? <laughs> uh, probably not likely anyone that watches our streams. I, I don't think on, so. On God, bro. On God, bro. AEW Dark Elevation. Are yeah, I mean, Paul me? White is the draw, pal. He's the commentator. He's the big draw of that show, pal. I can't even pull white to leave AW and cut a disgusting, like horribly filthy, dirty shoot interview about everything that happened backstage. How once again, I mentioned the example before that how Matt Hardy is like a horrible person backstage, running around. Just he'll like Matt Hardy will just be going about the motion, he'll start screaming at people from the CTE of his, you know, when he fell off a twenty foot foot, you know, high platform <laughs> at all out twenty twenty when they jumped off. Matt Hardy landed back of his cranium first on a cement floor from a 20-foot oh drop. And then Twitter was saying that 
It's fine. The doctor approved it. How do you know? You sat on your ass watching on your couch. Do you know what the doctor said? Like, what is this? He oh, fell on the three-foot high platform, landed headfirst on a cement floor. You think, oh, he's totally fine. You're BS. You, like, do you know how anatomy works? The, the human skull is not supposed to hit a 20-foot you know, foot drop headfirst on a cement floor, Kevin. Jimmy the Elitist has gone off the rails, pal. How dumb, like, I had people on Twitter back then, this is a year and a half ago, saying, oh, well, what do you know? You, you're not the doctor. I don't be a doctor. That doctor's not qualified to clean my hardy to keep wrestling. <laughs> what do you mean? I did exercise science for like three years. It, I didn't need three years of that to know that someone falling 20 foot high of a platform, head on the cement floor, he's going, not okay. Go and then when I voiced that in the YouTube video, AW copyright takes it down within like two hours. Because that's not okay. That's censoring the truth, pal. Unlike TWRP, pal. Uncensored, pal. Ridiculous. Conspiracy theories. I think I killed Kevin. God. What's up, pal? What's up? I think, guys, I've legit killed Kevin. I've killed Kevin. Oh, my God. Um... I had to get that off my chest though, because that's just the fact. Like I, I had AW fans, these same AW fans who don't know who Bad Bunny is. They don't leave their house. They have a whole notebook filled with match star ratings and their own bodily fluid. Like these people were telling me that Matt Hardy was fine. Like I'm sorry, what? He literally he had he had concussionized. Anyone who's done basic basic anatomy or any kind of physio or anything knows that if your eyes are like in different directions and you don't know, look like you don't know where you are, something's wrong. So yeah. Um, Kevin, are you with us again? Are you here? Kevin Garcia. Hello. Kevin. We can't hear you. Kevin. 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 Yo, Kevin. Okay, guys, Kevin's Kevin's died. Um, I've legit, I've, I've killed him. Um, either that or COVID, either or. Um, nonetheless, pal. So I'll I'll chuck it to the chat real quick. Um, feel All free. Right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm oh, back. Kevin's back. I thought I thought I killed you. I thought I killed you. No, I, said, I don't know if you heard me, but I said I had to pee while you were ranting. Oh, you missed you missed a great rant. I was I was just screaming. Um, that was fun. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm glad I didn't interrupt that rant, Kevin. Um, I was legit. I, I want you to go. I want people to go back and watch that. Legit, I was screaming because it's not right that people, these know-it-all doctors at home, who sit in their basement reacting to five-star New Japan matches, writing in their notebook the star rating and leaving bodily fluid on those same pages. Those people were telling me and wow. anyone who would listen that Matt Hardy was fine after legit. In most circumstances, he is <laughs> killed on the spot on that show. But anyway, anyway, Matt Hardy CTE. We move. Kevin, oh you're honest. Hit us with anything, pal. Uh, we, need, we need to deviate away from Matt Hardy getting brain damaged live on AW Patreon and AW fans saying it was good content. We need to deviate away from that and move on to the stuff that matters, pal. The beginning of the end for AW, Big Swole, Tony Khan. This is why the people are here, pal. This I, is the I, entertainment we need. I, I think we buried this topic into the ground. I, I really don't think there's anything else left for us to say. Um. Let's, should we talk about Brandy Rose real quick? Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. So, Cody Runnels, a.k.a. Cody Rhodes, went on live TV in, in May of 2021 on Dynamite. 
mm-hmm. and he all by himself he ended racism effectively mm-hmm. with a phenomenal promo about how there was segregation in Atlanta, Georgia, and he's got the only mixed race baby in the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> he single-handedly ended segregation and racism. That's so bad. <laughs> and now Brandy Rhodes, the wife of Cody Runnels, is on Dynamite this past Wednesday, and she she just she derailed everything that her husband Cody worked for. That's so funny. Derailed so it all. Funny. Cody Runnels ended racism. And then Brandy Rhodes, she didn't bring it back, but she orchestrated the comeback. Kevin, can we, can we impersonate that? Can we impersonate the segment real quick with Brandy Rhodes and Dan Lambert? I can be Dan Lambert if you want. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, Brandy, I'm a I'm a black belt. I'm a black belt. Yeah, Brandy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you're a black belt. Well, I'm a black bitch. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, no, she didn't. You know, you like, bro. Yeah, she she threw the lob for Tony Khan to bring back racism. Incredible. <laughs> I- incredible, pal. Um, Wow. Yeah, that was what a segment. Brandy Rhodes got disowned by the black community by by our friend Jay Rance. Yep. Shout out to Jay Rance. Phenomenal channel in the YouTube wrestling community. Um, yeah, he was. He offered her to any community that would take her, and I don't know if there are any takers. Um, yeah, yeah. So, Brandy Rhodes, you know, everybody, everybody jumps on that board. You know, they jump on on that Jay Rance that that um, that bandwagon. But I disown Tay Conti from the Latino community, and you know, I I, I get heat for it. I, I don't know what to do, pal. I, I can't. Also, can, that's true. I can't make an announcement real quick. This yeah. one. It's not based on anything that's happened in the past 24 or 48 hours, but I, now that everyone, now that we're disowning people from our own communities and nationalities and that type of thing, can I just say, I formally on this channel, Late Hate right now, I disowned Bronson Reed from the Australian community. Um, I, disowned, <laughs> I disowned Bronson Reed. Um, all the statements he's made crying and complaining on Twitter in the past six months. Uh, Bronson, I'm disowning you. On, on behalf of all 25 and a half million Australians, I disown you. Um, on behalf of everyone who lives in all the states, New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, South Australia, Western Australia, the Northern Territory, Tasmania, as much as that shouldn't count, and then the ACT, we disown Bronson Reese. There you go. Have a good rest of your day. And, and we disown Ben Simmons as well. Um, I like Ben Simmons. We disown him. Josh Giddy's the future of Australian basketball. Dyson Daniels is coming to the NBA next year. Watch out. Australian basketball, bright future, pal. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, so... Brandy Rhodes, she cuts this promo where she says she's a black bitch. Um, my honest thoughts is just this super cringe, just the definition of cringe. That's really the only thing I, I could say about it. It's just not necessary at all. Like, what are you? What's what are you trying to prove? Like, I don't understand. You know, like that. That's like. Uh, let me think of another example. That that's like if that, that's like if Okada. Told Kenny Omega like three years ago, I'm a Japanese bitch. Oh, Oh, that's so bad. That's so bad. Oh, my God. It's just cringe. You know, there's nothing wrong with her saying that. It's not, it's not, she didn't do anything wrong. It's just cringe. You know, it's it's just, it's like, it's because she, like, it's not like she's calling someone else that. Like, if it was, 
if Dan Lambert called her that, I can imagine the reaction. But oh, like the fact God. that she screamed that herself, and it was supposed to be this big hype moment. Like, like th- this was like th- this was the big moment. This was you can see Brandy Rhodes backstage all day thinking, Cody, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this line. Uh, it's gonna be the moment of my career. It's gonna be just like when I went off on Jay Cargill and started screaming at her on Dynamite. It's gonna be an amazing moment. I'm gonna roast Dan Lambert. I'm gonna call myself a, a black, you know why, and everyone's gonna everyone's gonna love me. And then she does it, and Twitter just it, it, she gets the L plus ratio, little Dirk better reaction. Everyone just clowns on her. It's a meme. It's terrible. It's trash. It's garbage. It's it's complete trash, pal. Ridiculous. Oh, it's it's tough. It's tough to watch. Truly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say about that one. Any anything else you want to offer, brand about Brandy Rhodes? Um, well, I mean, you kind of alluded to it there. Like, like Cody Rhodes, he caught a promo in May that I reckon in years from now, if not right now, that promo will be taught in schools. You'll have grade <laughs> eight. You have grade eight English classes sat around as the English teacher goes class. So we're going to analyze a promo about American history. And they'll pull up the Cody Rhodes promo on the, they'll pull up the Cody Rhodes promo on the big screen, or they'll try to but AW probably the copyright strikes and never mind that they'll try and fail. Um, but if they if they can get through AW's copyright wall, they'll get the promo from Cody Rhodes up. And Cody Rhodes, he was talking about how in 1961 in Atlanta, Georgia, the situation was like blah blah blah. And now he's going to give like his wife's going to give birth to a, a beautiful son or well, a daughter, a beautiful daughter. And then Kevin, from that moment on racism officially ended in the united states it was it was the moment that joe biden Kamala harris and the entire democrat party have been trying to get going for about a year and a half now racism officially ended pal officially with cody ronalds in the middle of the ring in daly's place in the middle of may 2021 on a dynamite show that drew 878,000 viewers that moment was the moment racism officially ended pal what a moment pal oh man yeah i'll never forget watching that live that I'll always have the memory of watching that promo live, but I'm sitting there thinking, like, what in the hell is Cody talking about right now? What does this have anything to do with Anthony Agogo? Like, but Kevin, this is the same Cody Rhodes who, in February of 2020, him getting whipped led to a global pandemic. Okay. Oh God. This, this is that. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, oh man. man. Shooky dookie. Quack, quack. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, where do we go from there, pal? Um, I don't know. I don't um, know. You want to talk about day one? WWE day yeah, one? Go for it. Go for it, pal. Give, give us your brutally honest thoughts, pal. Walk us through the WWE day one pay-per-view. I, I, first of all, people should be happy. This pay-per-view refla- replaced tables, ladders, and chairs. Yes. So people have been crying for years that, oh, WWE needs to get rid of the theme pay-per-view. So there you go, pal. One by one, we're getting rid of the theme pay-per-views. We got WWE Day One. The poster for this pay-per-view is phenomenal. I mean, Roman Reigns, he's like, the, he's just, he's the the king of the universe. He's got the sun behind him, literal the literal sun. It's a phenomenal poster. Roman Reigns looks like a badass. Looks like a mafia king in this yep. in the poster. Um, the match card looks good. I think. I mean, you got yep. the Fatal Four Way match. For the WWE title, Roman versus Brock, Edge versus The Miz, Becky versus Yeah, go Miz. Miz is awesome. 
Man, you got McIntyre versus Madcap Ross. Who, who the hell is Madcap Ross? That, that's Riddick Moss, um, the former 24-7 champion. Now he's Baron Corbin's happy lackey. Um, and why is he fighting Drew McIntyre? Yeah, people clown on that matchup since I announced it. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a joke. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's... Migos are going to be there too. Hip-hop stars. Migos there, John. Kevin, that is a mainstream, inclusive act by WWE. Yeah, hopefully Offset brings Cardi B, pal. Oh, God. When it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need, we need a Cardi B live performance of WAP. And then, so yeah, Cardi B performs WAP, and then Cardi B performs Hey, Hey, Ho, Ho by Miz and Morrison. Oh, God. I hope Cardi B does not subject herself to that. Kevin, I think, is Hey, Hey, Ho, Ho the worst song ever written? Hey, Hey, Hop, Hop is the worst ever. Oh, sorry. Hey, hey, hop, hop. Sorry. Yeah, that is the worst. Hey, hey, ho, ho is bad, but hey, hey, hop, hop is just, that takes the cake, pal. Hey, hey, hop, hop. This is what the world sees right there. And you got like the Miz in a bunny outfit bouncing around in an empty arena episode of Raw, which 1.5 million people are watching. Isn't that so funny? Get it. His name is Bad Bunny. That was their opponent's name. Ha ha. Well, okay, I'm not going to go off on a tangent. Let me stop. Yeah. Um, all right, enough. so. Um, yeah, I think the headlining match here is Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I think everyone in the chat and you will agree with me on that. Yep. Hopefully the last Reigns and Lesnar match we see. Um, if, if we see another Reigns and Lesnar, it better involve Drew McIntyre and Triple Threat. But anyway. Uh, do, do you think Brock Lesnar is going to defeat Roman Reigns and end the tribal reign? I do not. I think Paul Heyman will come out and not shot Brock Lesnar and Reigns will win. So he's going to show his loyalty to the tribal chief. He's going yes. to he's going to betray Brock Lesnar. The next big thing, pal. The next big thing is a forty four year old man. I don't think um, <laughs> I, I don't think that Paul Heyman nowadays like like Brock I, with me and Brock. I, I think what will happen with Brock, he'll get screwed out of this match here, and then he'll he'll either win the Rumble or he'll get involved in the Universal Title match at WrestleMania. I think Drew will be involved in that match. I think at WrestleMania, you'll probably have either Reigns pin Drew or maybe Drew pins Reigns at WrestleMania. And then from there, Brock will just vanish for four months. He'll show up for SummerSlam. He'll like spear Bobby Lashley and we'll do Lashley and Lesnar. And then I see Lesnar just roaming off in the sunset. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Of course, yeah, it's I, about right sounds about right. I mean, maybe Roman will beat Brock clean. I, I doubt it, but. No way. Maybe, no chance maybe. now. Yeah. He couldn't beat Finn Balor or Cesaro clean. No way he beats Brock clean. Yeah. I mean, he beat John Cena clean, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, Kevin, are they... you saying he beat John C.C. Pena? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. C.C. Pena. Good God. Bro, John Cena apologized to Taiwan, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, then the, fatal, <laughs> the, the, the fatal four-way uh, for the WWE Championship, I... I, I could care less about this match. Kevin, you've got Big E, the guy who announced Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder to the ring. You've got Bob Lashley, the 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 base of the herd business, which got broken up a year ago for no reason. You've got Kevin Owens. Jay Rand's favorite wrestler, and you got Seth Rollins, the guy who got attacked by a psycho <laughs> fan. Kevin, the, the, what more could you want? What more could you want in a match, pal? <laughs> well, I'd like to see a story, a bit of a story. <laughs> That'd be great. 
you know, a little something like that would be nice. But Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens are now friends after they had a, a nine month storyline in 2020. Kevin, that's the story. The story is that Big A is champion. That's the storyline. Yeah, I guess Seth Rollins has done recruiting people to his cult. God. Yeah, I think everyone Seth Rollins recruited has been released. I think it's going to be a triple threat match. I think Rollins has COVID, though, doesn't he? I mean, Double Gary will probably um, negotiate with the government to get Seth Rollins out of protocol a day or two early, probably. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, Vince McMahon has contacts. I don't think Tony Khan has the contacts Vince McMahon has with the government. No, not at all. Bro, Vince, Vince McMahon loves Joe Biden, bro. Bro, Vince McMahon watches Tucker Carlson on Fox News, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I think... Oh, man. I mean, if Lashley wins... Bro, Stephanie McMahon loves Kamala Harris, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't even... I don't okay, even know what I was saying. Next time I have Bobby Lashley, the base himself, Bobby Lashley. Oh, if, if, what, what if Bobby Lashley won this match, pal? Would you be happy? I mean that. Uh, yeah, I, I would. Um, he should Lashley have ever lost the title to begin with? I don't know. Um, the way he lost the title, I still can't believe how, how they did that. Big E's like, "Hey guys, sign cashing in," and then three hours later, he was champion. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, Big E loves pancakes, bro. Bro, so all all we got out of that, Kevin, all we learned from Big E's cash in is that Bobby Lashley does the right thing and doesn't use Twitter. Right there, you go. Yeah, Bobby Lashley has no access to Twitter. Nobody, nobody in the back in catering told Bobby Lashley, "Hey, bro, Biggie's gonna cash in." So when Biggie cashed in, he was caught completely off guard. Bro, be, bro, they were literally in gorilla position as Bobby Lashley was standing there, about to go out. He was literally standing next to Big E with the briefcase. He was looking at Big E, knowing he was gonna lose the title. That, that must have made Bobby Lashley, the human being, feel sick, pal. Sick. <laughs> He's gross. <laughs> oh god yeah then, then we have edge versus the miz oh man here we go yeah i mean edge versus the miz pal this is a marquee matchup for wwe's first pay-per-view of 2022 we're ringing in the new year pal um you know edge had been gone for a few months he came back and he you know he he wanted to face opponents like aj styles people that he could sink his teeth into to have dream matches and then somehow or another, Edge is dropping slime on Maurice and The Miz in the middle of their wedding on Monday Night Raw. So we went from <laughs> Edge then, wanting to face AJ Styles to that. They're, they're ripping off Philip Brooks and MJF. <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how could you? How could I forget that? That promo where Edge called The Maz. Um, what did he call The Maz? Uh, what was it? Um, oh, I man. forgot. He cut this. He, yeah. he just cut a promo calling the Maz something, just a, a job or a joke. Couldn't believe that the Miz was a big star, something like that. Oh, that one, yeah. Said so that if um, the Miz actually you know, had grit, had hustle, and actually put work in, he'd be so much bigger of a star than just a guy who hosts Miz TV, essentially. And, and this was a week, or like what? This was the Monday after. Punk and MJF's big showdown on, on AEW. Yeah, but that was the best segment in 20 years on all of television. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. That yeah, that was better than the Red Wedding in in, uh, in Game of Thrones. Hell, yeah. Well, yeah, because it was my favorite wrestler, Phil Brooks, of which I own 
three flashlights of and I have 15 t-shirts. That's Sam Punk, the guy who I cried over countless times. I've listened to his Art of Wrestling interview with Colt Cabana 42 times and cried myself to sleep listening to it. That guy took on MJF, the biggest rising star in the history of in the history of entertainment. Forget Dwayne Johnson, forget Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea, forget Sylvester Stallone, his absolute prime. This guy, right, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, pal. He's better than me, and I know it, pal. He's better than me, and I know it. Oh my god. Yeah, this is my fourth video of the day, BHB. Hell yeah. I'm out here spreading myself thin, pal. Um, what, you're, you're, you're wadding yourself? I'm spreading myself thin. Okay, Kevin. Someone clip that. Um, well, you, yeah. never heard, you never heard that saying? No, no. I was, I just, it was just the spreading yourself bit. That bit, I was like, huh? Oh, okay. okay. Fair enough. Yeah, just edit out the thin part and go ahead and make a meme out of me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Edge versus the Maz. They, they do a ripoff of CM Punk and, and MJF's phenomenal, epic promo. Um I mean, the, the fact that people are calling that a ripoff is just, it's its comical. I mean, it may have been, maybe, but was it, like, was it really? Was, were Edge, was Adam Copeland and Mike Mizanin sitting in, in Edge's house in North Carolina watching MJF and CM Punk have a war of words? And they were like, oh my God, we have to do the same thing on Monday. <laughs> I reckon what happened like Bruce Pritchard was like lol punk MJF okay let's get our equivalent okay get them out there our guys are better objectively let's get them out doing the same thing and they made it better exactly like, and, and I will say this is the best feud that the Miz has had maybe in his entire career this feud has been actually watchable um, but, but what about the time Dolph Ziggler brought back the spirit squad in 2016 to super kick the Miz in, in, on Smackdown oh god don't remind me I'll remind you, pal. Oh. Yes, Brian, Terry Blair loves black people. We know. We know, pal. Jesus we know. Christ. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah th- this this might be the best feud the Miz has ever had in his entire career. This is better than his world title feud with John Cena or Randy Orton. Oh, it's, God. It's better than his 2016 feud with Ziggler, objectively. Objectively better than his 2016 feud with Ziggler. Bro, what, what about in 2013 when the Miz had a four-month-long feud with Wade Barrett and Ric Flair gave him the figure four, bro? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, this is this is by and large just... Well, will the match live up to the, the storyline and the build-up? I don't know. Probably not. The Miz is in it, so the match <laughs> probably won't be that good. But to, to think... To think that Edge is going to have a bad match, I don't see it. I think these two might actually steal the show. In all, in all honesty, I think they might steal the show. Honestly, honestly, it's because Edge is involved. Edge is just in, in the last few years he's done next to no wrong. Um, so he's going to put on a great performance. Adam Copeland is a masterful professional wrestler. So yeah, it's going to be really good. Um, hopefully, yeah, Edge gets a win. He should get a win. I mean, you don't see Mike the Miz Mizan, and this this is the guy who seven months ago, Kevin, was literally dressed as a genie in blue paint on Dancing with the Stars getting eliminated. That's yeah, he, he's recovering from a torn ACL while dancing while on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, that made sense. So he 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 brutally tore his he shattered his ACL after a zombie ate the fibers of his tendon in, in his knee. <laughs> he had a brutally torn ACL from zombies eating his tendons and then and ligaments. And then from there he was within three weeks getting a vasectomy on live national TV. And then literally <laughs> Within two months, he was on Dancing with the Stars as Maurice Mazanin's posting Instagram clips every day on her story of the Miz at 1 a.m. in the morning doing the salsa in their garage when no one's in there. Yeah, that's that's a, a, a ruptured ACL, pal. The, the tendon, the meniscus, the PCL, the MCL, every part of the patella all gone, pal. 
the Miz got it destroyed by zombies at Backlash Pal to promote Army of the Dead. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So like I was saying, this match might steal the show. I really, I really think it could. Um god. yeah. And then I I guess are there any other matches you want to talk about on this show? I mean, I mean, you've got yeah, the Usos in the New Day part fifteen. We saw this on SmackDown literally the last two weeks. Um, two weeks ago, they did literally the Usos versus the New Day, and then the week before, and the week after, it was the uh, the uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight where uh, King Woods nearly did his ACL slipping on milk. Oh, sorry, <laughs> eggnog there, John. Yeah, we've seen this match like literally like three hundred times over the past decade. Yeah, I, I think that I like that someone's got to fact check that. We've probably seen this match close to a hundred times. Um, yeah, like okay. in 2017, they did this like seven straight months. It was kind of cool because it was the first time they probably feuded and they did like rap battles and all that type of thing, which was like fresh, new, compelling content. Literally, the the, the storyline here is that randomly backstage, 27 minutes into Friday Night SmackDown, Woods is sitting on some throne, Kofi's just standing there. You got Rick Boogs and Nakamura standing there. And then like Jay Uso, so not Jimmy DUI Uso, Jay Uso. Jay walks over and says, "Hey man, you're a bum." And then they have a match later in the night. That's literally all this is. So. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just nostalgia. Oh, we had a good feud back in 2015, Oos. God, we gotta bring it back, Oos. That, um, um, that's almost as bad as when they bring back like the ACW originals in like 2015. They're like, "We were extreme 15 years ago. Oh, we were there when Sabu nearly died." Yeah, ECW, ECW, like that's that. It's the same thing. It's just like, oh, nostalgia, guys. Hey, yeah, like, exactly. And then we have um, Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan, wrestling Twitter's favorite female wrestler. Um, yeah, I I have no comment on this match. A- anything, Kevin? Are you excited for when Becky Lynch inevitably beats Liv Morgan, and people act on Twitter as though they they'd actually surprised when it's so obvious Becky's just gonna win? Yeah, I can't wait for that. Can't wait for people to be like, oh, Liv deserved it. She's been working so hard. She's getting so much better in the ring. God. This this screams of like, I'm not going to compare Becky Lynch to John Cena by any means. This this reminds me of like like a Cenaverse legit insert name here program from like 2007 to like 2014, where it's like, oh my God, this upcoming young talent is going to beat them. Oh my God, this is their moment. Just Cena wins lol. You know, it's like, oh my God, oh my God. Becky's gonna lose, and it, like, let's compare. Like, oh my god, Wade Barrett's gonna beat Cena. Oh my god, this is the moment, and then Cena just wins. Lol. Like, yeah, yeah. Becky's just gonna hit her gentle last kick, or whatever the hell she calls it, uh, and yeah, she's gonna pin her one, two, three, pal. Bro, there's gonna be a uh, Beck Sploder suplex. And then I basically know Beck Sploder in his pants. There, John. <laughs> uh, Rick, Rick Boogs is a mainstream character. You're right, pal. You're right. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. John Cena buried Alex Riley. I told you all about that in the dark side of John Cena there, John. Fam, um, you're telling me you don't like Rick Boogs yelling out his name. Come on, mainstream character right there. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't like that. Um, it, it, it is kind of funny as a mid-card actor when he's legit out there, like, thrusting his own guitars. Pat McAfee's having a stroke on the announce table, like, screaming in Cole's face. That's good. Um, but <laughs> Pat, Pat McAfee, the way he head bobs to the Nakamura's theme song, is like me in the club at 4 a.m. Oh, God. So, Kevin, you're telling me you got COVID in a nightclub snorting coke off a man's ass. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> that is not what I'm telling you. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Destructor loves Rick Boogs. 
How how did you not love Rick Boogs? Okay, Rick Boogs is a professional guitarist, and I'm not going to continue. So yeah, let's go. Oh God, <laughs> what did you um, what did you think I was going to say? I don't know. I don't know. That's true. Don't know I, I'm as uh, unpredictable as uh, I don't I don't know what to say. You're like me in the nightclub there, John. I am as unpredictable as uh, Kevin Garcia at 3 a.m. in a nightclub in Florida there, John. Um, uh, so then there's McIntyre versus Madcap Ross. What what kind of name is Madcap? <laughs> Who came up with that name? Madcap Ross. It's Madcap Moss, pal. <laughs> uh, Moss, sorry, I said Ross. I'm sorry. Madcap Moss. Who came up with Madcap? What, what what is he trying to say that he has Madcap? That that he caps a lot? He's a capper? He's a mad capper? Like who who came up with this? This is probably some 27-year-old writer. Yes. Not even writer, some intern. He was getting Bruce Pritchard's Starbucks uh, <laughs> on like a Tuesday afternoon in Stamford, Connecticut. This 27-year-old intern ran down to Starbucks to get Bruce Pritchard his caramel mocha latte. <laughs> double shot espresso there, John. And, and he went back to the to the offices and he was like, you know what? There was a lot of mad cap in that Starbucks. They were mad capping. And then he told Bruce Pritchard, he's like, the people at Starbucks were mad capping. And then Bruce Pritchard was like, oh, I know. We're going to call Riddick Moss. We're going to call him Mad Cat Moss. And so then Bruce Pritchard calls up Riddick Moss. Riddick's sitting there. He's in some gym. He's in like Gold's Gym in like California. And then he gets a call from Bruce Pritchard. He goes, oh, this could this could be... This could be the moment my career takes off or the moment I, I never look back from and the moment that caused me to go into a real-life, genuine depression. Rick Boogs, not Rick Boogs, Mad Cat Moss, oh, sorry, Riddick Moss picks up the phone. He, he, he talks to Bruce. Bruce goes, Riddick, I love you. You're now Mad Cap. And then he puts the phone down. And then from here, Riddick Moss proceeds to just, he goes over to the bench press, puts the heaviest <laughs> weight he can on, um, takes it off the barbell and drops it on his own neck. That's Jesus legit. Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I have I heard Madcap's insane jokes? No, I've not heard his insane jokes. No, Kevin, um, you're, Kevin, you're telling me you didn't watch SmackDown on December seventeenth when we got to see Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss standing in the ring bantering with each other for fifteen straight minutes. You're telling me you didn't watch that? No, I did not. Kevin. You're missing out. They're making jokes about Braveheart, Swords, Drew McIntyre. Swords? Kevin... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin, this is the Bane's knees, pal. And then Drew McIntyre <laughs> came out like a, like a badass Scotsman and said that Madcap Moss has performance issues. <laughs> Kevin, this is, this is SmackDown. This is the, the A show in wrestling, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Um also, can I say the best part of that segment when <laughs> I, I love like I spent by the way I spent six straight hours last night editing that twenty five reasons why Drew McIntyre is awesome. So if you haven't wow. gone and seen it yet, please go check it out. That took way too long to edit. Usually with those videos, I don't I don't change the, the clip or the picture every like five seconds. I did this one. The video is forty five minutes long. So check it out. Cheap plug. What I was trying to say there that that thing on SmackDown two weeks ago where literally Drew McIntyre he rips his sword out of the desk. And then swings it and nearly assassinates Madcap Moss. That was the most risque content we've seen WWE since Brock Lesnar threw a car door on an eight-year-old child in 2015. <laughs> oh my god! 
You're telling me you didn't watch Madcap make toothpaste jokes? <laughs> Bro, is this, is this a joke? Are you guys trolling no, me? This is not, we're not trolling. Kevin, this is what happened on SmackDown two weeks ago. He was making jokes about toothpaste, swords, his performance, like all of it. Like Baron Corbin being happy. This, Kevin, let's not mention that the crowd was legit silent. Okay, it was legit crickets. It was embarrassing. But that said, Kevin, Madcap was making jokes. jokes. He, there was no cap in those jokes, pal. Oh, my God. Uh, so let, let's move on to the next match because VWE said he's going to commit self-harm. If, uh, <laughs> oh, no. If, if, no. If, if, Don't do it. Don't do it. No. No. He, he's going to commit self-harm if Riddle gets a push post-RK bro. Well, I guess he's going to be self-harming then, unfortunately, if that's what if that's what we're basing it off, because Riddle's going to get a push, so VW, please don't do anything to yourself, please. Um, but that said, yeah, Randy Orton and Riddle, rated RK-Bro, or as everyone reminds me in YouTube comments, it's just RK-Bro, they're not rated RK-Bro. So rated RK-Bro, both <laughs> of the Street Profits for the uh, WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Can't just say, Montez Ford, can he be a singles wrestler already? Okay, I, I can't just say that, pal. He would be a great IC champion, pal. Bro, the current IC champion, who is it, pal? Isn't it Nakamura? It's King Nakamura? Oh, God. Now really? Nakamura comes out and you got, you know, you got Pat McAfee bopping, head bopping, jumping on top of the yeah, announce table. I'm entertaining the crowd for like 30 seconds. I'm taking a piss break because you mentioned it. Hold on. All right, cool, cool. So, yeah, BWE, don't commit self-harm. Over um over Riddle getting a push because Riddle's gonna be WWE champion following RK Bro. I mean R- Randy Orton is a Hall of Fame talent and he's giving the rub to Riddle. So yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna get Riddle versus Roman Reigns at some point, pal. Just wait. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, Pat McAfee loves the vaccine. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with toothpaste jokes? What's your sense of humor? Uh, I have a good sense of humor. You should know my sense of humor. You watch Elite Heat. Uh. Toothpaste jokes, though. I don't know if toothpaste jokes are uh, my niche, if you will. I don't know if that's my niche. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see Riddle and, and Orton lose the titles. I, I think they're gonna lose the titles to the Street Profits. I, I guess it's time to start the descent of RK Bro, so that way we can get Randy Orton versus Riddle at WrestleMania, and then Riddle's gonna beat Randy Orton clean one, two, three in the middle of the ring, and. And then, like, when Riddle gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, JPL is going to act like that's some big deal, beating Randy Orton, who's, who, like, 20 years into his wrestling career. Riddle pinned him one, two, three in front of 100,000 people in Dallas, Texas, Michael. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was in attendance, Michael. <laughs> you don't want to know what I got to in Dallas, Texas back in 1999, Michael. The things I did, I couldn't say on this platform. Oh, Maggle. Ah. Well, um, Brian asked me if I'm excited for the Mets in 2022. Well, first, we got to get a baseball season, Brian. They got to end the lockout. The owners got to pay the players, pal. The, the owners are trying to enslave the players. Hashtag owners are slaves, pal. Kevin. They're trying to put shackles on the players. All right. We need a baseball season first. Then we'll talk about how the Mets are going to look at 2022. After the lockout, if we sign Chris Bryant, things will be looking up. Okay. Um, all I'll contribute on sport. We're not, we're not trying to do uh, sports. We're doing uh, sports entertainment there, John. All I'll contribute with sports 
the Chicago Bulls are objectively the best team in the, the East. And if you say otherwise, you know nothing about basketball. I'll continue. Um, as far as the rest of this card, the other match we need to talk about, Kevin, the kickoff match, which I was saving my piss for this match, but I, cu- I couldn't hold it any longer. Cesaro and Ricochet versus Ridge Holland and Sheamus. Um, what a match, yeah. pal. That, that that has NFT all over it, pal. We're going to have Ricochet stealing Sheamus's hat. Cesaro doing the no-hands airplane on Ridge Holland. Yeah, everybody buy your Cesaro NFTs, bro. Bro, Cesaro has an NFT? An NFT? Gary V, pal? NFT? Bro, if I was your age, bro, I would get the fuck out of my parents' basement, bro. (laughs) All right? Save $1,000, buy a business, buy some stock, and get the fuck out of your parents' basement, bro. Bro, do you make content on TikTok? On TikTok? Bro! If you're not posting 17 stories a day, you're not bringing enough value, bro. Have you made this an NFT? JTE moaning over Cesaro's NFTs. I've heard it all. Bro. Bro. Brian, Bulls will be first round exits. Bro, the Knicks won't even make the first round, so shut up. Shush. You barely beat Detroit with their starters out, a five-win team. Hey, whoa, hey, 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 And your fans are acting with a big win. Kevin, you know this. You're complaining about it. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. Just because Julius Randle had one good season, cashed out, and stopped trying doesn't mean you can slander the Knicks, pal. Okay? Julius Randle took his $100 million contract, and he hasn't gone to practice a day since. He hasn't played defense since. He hasn't even looked like he wants to be on the court since, pal. But he had one good season, so it's okay. Bro, I picked, I drafted him in the two fantasy leagues I'm in, and he's crapped the bed in both of them. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm barely gonna make the playoffs in each respective league, pal. Julius Randle, why is he a six foot nine guy who thinks he's like Steph Curry in his prime, taking step back threes? Why does he take so many step back threes? Why? Why? I wish I knew. I wish I knew the freaking answer, bro. I wish I knew. Yes, bro. We know his CV. Hopefully, he he recovers from that and he's all good. Hopefully, that's all good. But on the court, pal, he thinks he's got the agility of Stephen Curry taking step back threes. You're playing in the NBA. We got a bunch of six foot eight small forwards with wingspans that are literally the size of the WWE ring side to side. These guys close out. They can see a slow Julius Randle step back coming. All right. It's just anyway. We move. We move. We're not here to talk about basketball, pal. We're here to talk about the big WWE Day One pay per view, pal, with Ridge Holland and Sheamus versus Cesaro and Ricochet. Kevin, this match is coming about because of a gauntlet match that went for fifty minutes on SmackDown this past week, which no one watched. The YouTube we watched it. Like, you and I watched it. That was a weird experiment on the human race, pal. That's what it was. You and I watched that, pal. We watched that from start to finish. What a what a gauntlet match. Okay, Ricochet deserves a big push. Ricochet put on the performance of a lifetime. Did you see that picture-perfect moonsault when he landed nut first on Sheamus's shoulder? Okay, picture-perfect, pal. Picture-perfect. Kevin, if I wanted picture-perfect moonsaults, I'd go to the circus and watch an acrobat. Kevin, I want a good wrestling show. I don't want to see a 50-minute gauntlet match where literally this is the A show on Fox, five straight minutes, we were watching Shanky versus Angel Garza. Kevin. Bro, do you not like Shanky, bro? Bro, Shanky can make an NFT. 
Bro, a shanky NFT would make a great uh, collection alongside your CryptoPunks and uh, your Zaire Wade Young DNA NFTs there, John. Yes, I'm going to buy the NFT of Ricochet landing nut first on Seamus's upper shoulder. I'm going bro. to buy that NFT and I'm going to sell it for $300,000. I'm going to make a profit, bro. I'm going to get the fuck out of my parents' basement, bro. <laughs> bro, buy CryptoPunks, bro. Bro, you're going to get a 10 times return on your uh, ROI there, John. Bro, <laughs> I, I, are you into NFT? Bro, are you into NFT? <laughs> I hope WWE goes to Australia. JTE buys a ticket and the main event is balls out of his trunks, Baylor versus Roe Mickey and Baylor pins reigns in the heart of Australia. Wow. 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 What a loaded statement there, VWE. Does that <laughs> happen? You, you see a clip go viral on Twitter. It's like Psycho Fan jumps railing and attacks Finn Balor. I'm not kidding. Kidding. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. You don't demonetize. I'm kidding. I like you, Fergal Devitt, just not on, on, on TV. Um, Fergs. You like Fergs? No comment. Uh, Roe Mickey reigns. <laughs> objectively roman don't call him roman mickey that that offends me kevin this reminds me yesterday on twitter you became bo mickey base okay you, you had a, a clown show yesterday on twitter kevin you tried to like dispute me saying that the young bucks got a better rating in the uh what, 34 to 49 canadian female pharmacist demo versus oh the roman Reigns sneaker shopping episode and you tried to like dispute me and you came off as absolute Bo Mickey bait, pal. Clown almost ratio. Bo Mickey in the mud, pal. Bo Mickey, bro. I don't know. Would you bro, rather be Bo Mickey or would you rather underway. be Fergs, bro? Would you rather be Fergs, bro? Um, I'd rather not air my literal testicles out in front of 2.2 <laughs> million people on SmackDown. Bro, it's Fergs, bro. Bro, there, there are children watching this program. What what are you doing? Why it's are you doing Fergs, that? bro. Fergs, I don't Fergs, 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 he's airing his balls out to 2.2 <laughs> million people. Kevin. Oh, God. Kevin. It's Fergs. it's Fergs, pal. Bro, yeah, are you going to make that a Fergs NFT? With Fergs with his balls hanging out? Is that going to be NFT? Uh, I'm determined to get people calling him Fergs now. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have people. People are gonna be referring him to as Fergs. Don't call him Fergs. Don't call him Fergs. If you if you go if you say Fergs, I don't want to talk to you objectively. Good old Fergs, pal. Fergs is about to. Is he on? Is he on the day one card or did he not make the card? He didn't make the card. Okay, he's being he's being sanctioned for his balls hanging out. <laughs> Bro, oh, he, he thought he was Brad Maddox. You can't do that on national TV. You can do that on Paige's camera roll, but you can't Jesus do that on national TV. Good old Fergs thought he was Brad Maddox. Bro, all you need is Xavier. Bro, they did Xavier Woods versus Fergs, literally at Crown Jewel, <laughs> the best play view of 2021. Bro. Fergs, Ferg, Ridiculous. Fergs, bro. Where you get this stuff? It's, it, it's thin, my balls hang out, Balor. It's not Fergs. Okay? <laughs> Oh, like, and so why are you looking? Because I went on my Twitter timeline and 15 people retweeted it. That's Super why. Like, Kevin. Superkick is calling him. Superkick is calling him Fergs. Yes, I got the greatest YouTuber in the wrestling community called him Fergs. Let's go. Kevin, if I check Twitter sometime today <laughs> and Wrestling Gifts DMs me Fergs, I oh, might deactivate across all platforms. Hell yeah, okay. spam spam Fergs in the chat, guys. We gotta we gotta Don't get this spam, spam Fergs in the chat. Do not spam Fergs. Do not do it. 
Come on, bro. Come on, come on, VWE, pal. Get get your Twitter troll skills out here, pal. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. Let's get let's get this trending. Let's get this. Let's get. Oh, here we go. No. Oh, here we go. It's gonna be avalanche. I can see it now. (laughs) First, (laughs) L plus ratio plus Fergs is better. Plus Fergs better. Fergs better. Oh my god. Let's get that trending. L plus ratio plus Fergs better. Bro, he's a five foot six Irishman (laughs) who pops his nuts out on national television, and now I'm being told Fergs better. Bro, legit, he's famous because he had matches in a Japanese dojo in 2011. <laughs> Bro, like, what, what is this? He had a match with Luffy at the best of the Super Juniors 10 years ago. Now all of a sudden he's be the world champion. Yes, people are called him Fergs, yes. JT, look at your Twitter DMs. I, don't tweet me this. Don't send this. Stop. Stop, please. Stop. Fergs better. Bro, I can't believe Sydney Studios is doing this. This is this is a YouTube with fifty point five K subs. <laughs> even this he thinks even he thinks Fergs is better. And he's doing this. Even he thinks Fergs is better, pal. Ishan can just deactivate, <laughs> please. Fergs owns you. Fergs is better. Oh man, that is great. JZ get ratioed by Fergs. Disrupt or shush. How about that? God. Wow. Oh man, that is great. I'm gonna start I'm literally gonna use that now on Twitter. Every every time somebody says something, I'm gonna be like, hey, Ferg's better. Oh my god. That is awful. And I'm I'm gonna get that on like all my tweets now. I'm gonna have like eight people being like Ferg's. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet like, oh, who remembers when Cody Rhodes ended races and then his wife said this to Dan Lambert, and then I'll have like six people, Ferg's. <laughs> Ferg's better. I'm going to check my Twitter DMs now that you mention it. Oh, man. That's bro, great. I'm getting spammed on Instagram. <laughs> bro, be on your stuff. Oh, my God. It... <laughs> Fergs. I said four people send me that in, in, in unison. Oh, my God. I can't be bothered. Cody Rhodes, old white people. Oh, my God. Cody Rhodes is... Oh, no comment. Um, what a great two-hour stream this has been. This is this actually has been pretty fun. Outside of this, this has totally ruined the stream. It makes one deactivate. But outside of that, it's good fun. Ferg's Lynch. Oh god. God. Wow. <laughs> oh my! It's just. Hey <laughs> oh, oh. yo, BWE! Don't send me Ferg's greater than Ro Mickey. Don't send me that. <laughs> Ferg's greater than Ro Mickey. Oh, Fergs, Universal Champion, pal. Don't call me pal if you're sending me Fergs 400 times. I'm going to just check this DM sequence. Oh, my God. Fergs, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, God. All right, I'm going to get this into one of the group chats, too. Hashtag yeah, you, Fergs. You sent me Fergs nine times. <laughs> Hashtag Fergs is better. Ro Mickey in the mud, pal. Ro Mickey is better than Fergs at literally everything in life. <laughs> There's not one thing Fergal's better than Roman Reigns at. But Roman Reigns is a symbol of tribal excellence. Fergs is a bomb. Okay. Oh my god. The only thing Fergs has over Roman is that Fergs has abs, which just means he has a lower body fat percentage. That's all that means, pal. Hashtag Fergs is better than your fave. This is a joke. <laughs> I can't I still can't believe 
the best wrestling YouTuber in the community is spamming me first. See, see, it, this all would have been avoided if you had just let me say it and not said anything. Well, I can't, I can't not say anything when you're, you're saying this about Fergal, Finn Balor, Devitt. I, 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 I said it casually as a joke in the middle of a conversation, and then you just. <laughs> well, I, well, I have every right to because you're saying that about Fergal Devitt, and like you don't do that around your boy JTE, pal. I have to take exception. <laughs> now you, now that's it, pal. Your let your new Twitter legacy is going to be Fergs. <laughs> this is horrendous. I've got legit six of my my six messages in the past minute is Fergs. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, Destructible oh. Ferg's better than Ryman. How about your shush, pal? How about your shush? Romicky Ro in the mud, pal. Romicky about to get clapped by Ferg. Ferg's <laughs> is so bad that Jesus Christ himself cut the rope at a corner. <laughs> Bro, Ferg's, Ferg's is just down horrendous. <laughs> Ferg's has been all over the world. Oh, man. Rename this stream to Ferg's stream. Oh, no. Ferg's can go all over the world and do every once all over the world. He'll never come close to our tribal saint, Roman Reigns, okay? <laughs> but Roman Reigns fought off leukemia twice. Ferg's popped his nuts out on TV. There's no comparison. <laughs> oh, my God. Ferg's is not a Chad, and Ferg's is not my dad either, Okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. Fergal. Let's see if I can find it. Fergal Devitt eating Roman Reigns. and Fergal. Superkick. I get you just you spent 25 hours just making a video with graphs and information. I get it, mate. But, like, can, can you just not? Like, can you just not, pal? Like, <laughs> man, he took this Fergus thing personally. Because, bro, this is a guy who popped his nuts out at everyone on live TV. I take exception. Timmy in Scotland is watching WWE SmackDown at five in the morning and they're greeted to Fergal Devitt popping his nuts out and airing them out to the world. That's why I take exemption to this. That's why I take exemption. Uh, look at the new name of the stream. Fergs is the alpha male of our species. <laughs> oh. God, that is so good. Kevin, I've spent two plus years working, <laughs> grinding my YouTube channel for this. Now, this is objectively what you're going to be known as, Ben. Right, my whole life has led to this moment. My you're, whole, you're, your whole life has led to this moment. Superkid, your whole life has led to spamming me in a Twitter DM, Fergs. You're objectively going to be known as the guy that hates Fergs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, imagine Mr. McMahon when he's healing Candace Michelle and she's going, oh, Fergs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Fergs. <laughs> oh, my God. That oh, Fer good. Ferg Mickey is in the mud, pal. Ferg Mickey. <laughs> Superkick. Yeah, sure you did. Sure you did. Yeah, you sure you only sent me one message. Sure you did. Cap. That's uh, mad cap, bro. You like mad cap moss, bro. You cap bro. Can we get like can somebody get a, a, a screenshot of these DMs and tweet them? Bro, bro, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna air out Superkick's dirty DMs. <laughs> bro, Superkick be sending me all kinds of wax stuff, bro. You know what you send me, bro? You know what you send me? Air 25 reasons why Ferg sucks. So let's do it, pal. 25 reasons why Ferg sucks. That that's the next I mean, big I, collab video. Let's flip this. Give me reasons why he's good. 
What? Give me reasons why Fogel Devitt is not. <laughs> well, he objectively <laughs> defeated Ro Mickey in 2016 on Raw clean. Objectively. Roman Reigns is being, he's being punished for PED use in the most inhumane way possible, having to lose to Fogel. And, and, and he objectively, he had the best match, the best quality of in-ring matches in WWE last year on, N- on NXT in front of no fans. When he was getting he sent to, to the hospital three times. from shoot elbow strikes he went to the hospital three times. He broke his jaw getting elbowed in the jaw. <laughs> he went to hospital. Like, is that something to be proud of? He, he objectively had the most physical indie wrestling style matches in WWE. And who watched? Those shows are getting 520,000 viewers. Ferg's traveled all over the world before he got to WWE, pal. He got it done in Japan and Ireland. I don't pal. care that he got slapped by a bushi in a dojo. I don't care. <laughs> he defeated Seth Rollins to become the first Universal Champion. Ferg's on top. <laughs> I deserve better than this. I deserve better. <laughs> Ferg's, pal. <laughs> I deserve better. I really do. I, this is just... This is the, this is what I get for giving you guys god tier content. Uh, are, are you gonna do the whole Drew, Mac- Drew McIntyre got his reward for carrying the pandemic by jobbing to the Miz clean? We we need that stick, pal. Give, give us that stick. Tell, tell us about how you carried wrestling YouTube in the heart of the pandemic, pal. <laughs> I can't say my twenty twenty videos are carrying anything. I mean, I, I watch them back, I legit nearly you know, throw up out of embarrassment. But anyway. JTE um, carried wrestling YouTube, bro, only to be rewarded by being spammed by grown men saying hashtag Fergs. Bro, I made videos about Jerry Lawler saying ramen noodle moon soldier Akira Tozawa. I screamed about that and Bobby Lashley flipping tires in an empty PC gym. I yelled about the Viking Raiders doing carpool karaoke to this business. And this is the reward I get. Fergs deserves better. Fergs better than Ro Mickey. I get a 50.5k sub YouTuber in my DMs sending me this power. <laughs> oh, man. Superkick, I was commenting on your stuff when you had 11 subs. When you were posting <laughs> clips from you at NXT TakeOver Portland, watching the Broadways <laughs> beat the Undisputed Era, and you were screaming like an eight-year-old girl. I was watching those videos, which you privated a month later. I watched them for this for a 50.5k sub YouTuber. <laughs> That's Ferg, why I did this. Now. This is what I've done for this business. Okay, terrible. Fergs, pal. Kevin, we did an all-out super show, which got two live viewers at one point. For this, this is why we're here, pal. Wait, okay, yeah, you, Kevin, you, you, we had as many people talking about the show as were watching us, and we did that for this moment. You're the blood sacrifice, pal. You 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 walked so Fergs could run. <laughs> Bro, I walked for Fergs to air his nuts out on live TV and then a universal title match and overshadowed the build a megastar versus megastar, Cena versus Reigns match at SummerSlam. I walked so Fergs could do that. Okay. Fergs, pal. Fergs, we, we we got we got clapped on social media. We got clickbait into thinking. Hall of Fame, A-plus celebrity, icon, John Cena was making his return to the first SmackDown with a live audience. We got clickbait into thinking it was going to be Ferg's pal. And objectively, Wrestling Twitter was happier to see Ferg's, and rightfully so. Because- Bro, that, that, that SummerSlam build was WWE's way of punishing Cena for calling Taiwan a country and doing a fake apology video. 
That that whole build, in, injecting Fergal into every segment outside of two of them, that was WWE's punishment for John C.C. Pino. That's all that was. John C.C. Bro, John Cena's like LeBron James. He loves China, bro. Bro, Ferg's made his, his triumphant, iconic return to the main roster, pal, bro, after an iconic run of Let's shops, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Ferg's, pal. It's Ferg's. If Ferg's tried, return to, to the main roster is the greatest return in the history of pro wrestling, pal. If I, if I took a shot every time you said Ferg's, I would legit, five minutes ago, I would have been collapsed on my floor. Okay. You'd be like me at 4 a.m. at a nightclub. Bro, don't you have a wife? I do. So what are you doing snorting coke up a man's ass at the nightclub at 4 a.m.? <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do for Ferg's, pal. Oh, you dirty dog. Bro. Ferg's You're a dirty dog, pal. Yes, sir. I am, I'm like Dolph Ziggler getting, getting the sharpshooter slapped on him by Natalia. For WWE's YouTube video ads. Bro, Tammy Sitch gave Dolph Ziggler a sharpshooter in a hotel room 11 years ago. Bro, I, I bet Ferg's, he faced F that fan at SummerSlam a few years ago. Ferg's Dude. showed that fan with the face F me sign, Finn, a great time. Deactivate, Kevin. Deactivate. <laughs> Kamiki <laughs> and Romiki suck. Plus Ferg's plus ratio. Kevin, I'm just gonna raid the chat for a second. This is a this is a dumpster fire. Ferg's owns Kamiki. Ferg's loves China, bro. Ferg's better than Cena. It just, oh Wait, who, who is Kamiki? Have a guess, Kevin. Uh, is it Cross? Carry Cross? Is it Pal? I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm struggling. Who bro, is- we're gaining viewers from this. People love this. Yeah, Ferg's Ferg's is better than Ro Mickey, pal. The, Ferg's is knows a draw. It. Ferg's isn't a draw. <laughs> Who's Kamiki? Who is it? Who is it, pal? <laughs> I'm thrilled. I'm drunk. I can't figure it out. You're drunk, pal. So you're, you're sitting in your room with COVID drinking booze. Yes, pal. No, I'm not actually drunk. Uh, oh, Cross. Okay, it is Cross. There we go. Right. Okay. All right. So Kamiki better, pal. Karrion Cross got taken off TV and released because of Scarlett Bordeaux having a failed breast implant. <laughs> he said this in, in, she said this in oral sessions. Oh, she was in oral sessions. Ooh. Oh, oh, there, John. Oh. This is objectively, Scarlett said this in oral sessions, pal. Well, uh, she was talking about Fergs, right? In oral sessions? Don't talk, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I want to see VW's tweet. I can't find it. Which account did you tweet it on, VW? You have like a million accounts. Oh, God. Okay, I'll look at Twitter. Okay, bet. I got to see this. Let's see. VW's tweet. This is... Okay. I don't see it. <laughs> oh, my God. This group chat is so toxic. Yeah, oh, the- oh yeah, yeah. I see the tweet now, VW. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Don't worry about that. Oh my god, I don't see Ferg, it. Ferg, Ferg's owns that Samoan Italian fraud. Ferg's greater than the Rock's Aquaman cousin. Ferg's, Ferg's, Ferg's greater than Romicky. Ferg's Universal Champion. Ferg's, 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 Ferg's. Which one is your YouTube one? Which one is? <laughs> you got too many accounts, my boy. Oh, there it is. Okay, I see it. 
I'm just going to reply, I deserve better. Wow. Kevin, does this put into perspective how relevant AW is? Kevin, when we did an all-out super show, we had two live viewers. Now we have 22 live viewers from yelling about Fergs. Fergs, pal. So, Kevin, a bit of quick maths here. Fergs is 11 times more relevant than AW. Oh, yeah. You already know it, pal. Oh, there it Bro, is. Brian, I see it. Bro, we get it, Brian. You're like Aquaman. We get it. Fergs. Destructor. I'm not even going to say that. No. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's as toxic as your school rant. Scarlet has an OnlyFans. Hell yeah. Yeah, Scarlet has an OnlyFans, pal. Two days after she was released, she was like, who wants to see my OnlyFans? And a bunch of Sims were like, oh, yeah. Give me your own I mean, that, That's the kind of elite content that we need, pal. Hey, look, it's CR21. CR21. Oh, this is CR- the last person I need when we have a, uh, we have a Fergs pandemic going on. CR21, the, the new movement is hashtag Fergs better. Bro, I need my anti-Fergs vaccine. Fergs cause AW to exist. JCE fell off Fergs better. Oh, my God. <laughs> Disruptor, I spent six hours last night editing a Drew McIntyre video for your entertainment. I'm getting this treatment. God. L plus ratio plus Ferg is better. Bro, Mickey in the mud. In 2021, wait. It's 2021 Knicks are Beck still smoking on that Boston pack and F Trey Young and Sammy smashing Conti. <laughs> Sammy smashing Conti. So, yeah, I really enjoyed your Bing Bong um, music video. Yeah, what a music video, pal. Objectively. That's the kind of content the world needs, pal. Ferg's better, JTE. L plus ratio plus Ferg's better. (laughs) It's going to be a real music video. What is happening? What is happening right now? What have I created, pal? What have Uh, you done? Why did you say Fergs to begin with? What what caused you to say? I don't know. I don't know. I just literally just said it off the top of my head. I was like, I was gonna say Fergal. I just said Fergs. Roman better than Fergs. I mean, that's one of the first things that the fifty point five k subscribe YouTuber Superkick Studios, aka the alleged cousin of Pav Wrestling Gifts, best thing you've said in five minutes. <laughs> Fergs is the uncrowned Universal Champion, pal. Disruptor, my school ran is Fergs. I mean, school ran is 20 minutes of you saying friggin' like, and then you punch someone in, like, ninth grade. Um, Aishan, Fergs is the uncrowned universal champion. No, he's the crowned universal champion because he's so fragile. He broke his... He's literally his shoulder separated because he was that bad of a universal champion. Well. <laughs> oh, man. This wow. is great. What has just happened in this stream? What has just happened? Um, we found out your your one true love pal is Fergs. Oh my god, my one <laughs> true love is Fergs. Okay, I've been on this planet eighteen years for this. Hey, this this what this what happens in Australia, pal. Australia Kevin, loves Fergs. Kevin, no comment. <laughs> BWE friggin' like his Destructors top song shirt. I mean, yeah, like it, I mean. If I had a dollar for every time Destructor said friggin' Mike, I'd be gone. Rich. I, I could literally, I could buy Tesla. I, I, I could pregame, I could pregame to that, pal, before I go out partying. I'm, I'm a pregame to Destructor saying freaking like, yeah. take a shot every like, time he says it. I mean, freaking like, freaking like. 
Ferguson is my thing. It's a lifestyle. It's a belief. It's better. Okay. Fergs is the real tribal god. JB, can you not? Fergs is the real tribal god. Bro, the tribal <laughs> god is Roman Reigns. Roman overcame leukemia twice. Fergs popped his mouth out and smacked down. There's no comparison, bro. There's no Fergs comparison. injured his collarbone, bro. Wrestling Kyle O'Reilly, bro. Bro, I broke my collarbone five years ago. I've been through that. Fergs is down bad, bro. Bro. Bro, I broke my collarbone playing Australian rules football, bro. A guy jumped on my back. I went collarbone first into the ground, bro. Bro, this happened as well. It was the first game of the season. I missed most of the year. Oh, my God. You're just like Fergus, pal. Bro, I was doing cardio like Adam Copeland was. I did cardio all preseason, bro. First game, 10 minutes in, a guy jumps on my back. I break my collarbone. And all of this for Fergus, bro. You're just like you're just like Ferg's pal. You broke your collarbone. What's up, Special MK? What's goody, bro? CS twenty one. Liv Morgan finally gonna win tonight. Cap. Um. Freaking like Ferg's is better than the tribal fraud. I mean, you've combined like three different little bits in there. Fair play. Nope, oh, I've ratioed you, pal. I've ratioed you on Twitter. Look at that. Oh no. It's over, pal. Fergs is truly better. I've reached your dad. Needed God's help to win a match against a demon in paint, pal. Okay. <laughs> okay. The elitist is jacked, pal. Yeah, the, the elitist does steroids with with uh with Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre, pal. Oh my God! Can you imagine? <laughs> Funny thing about that, real quick. I would want to get into like other physique or like bodybuilding, but there's, it's it's a steroid ravaged industry. These Jinder Mahals are out here injecting testosterone and PEDs into their nips, so I can't succeed. Oh, hold on, I got a call. Give me a sec. Okay, I guess I have to now handle you, absolute clowns in the chat. Um. That, oh, DW, are you doing a live watch along? No. Um, Fergs don't need steroids. He better. Um, yeah, I mean, fair. Fergs good for wrestling. Destructor, if you make Fergs good for wrestling, I'm. I know words, bro. I know words. Oh my god. Legit. Like I, I, I said this before, but I need to say it again. I, I made. A, I spent six hours last night editing a video about Drew McIntyre praising him for your entertainment and I get hazed on every social media platform. My Instagram, I've got VWE, who's what, a 25-year-old man spamming my Instagram. I've got Kevin Garcia spamming my Twitter. Um, well, 150 reasons why Fergus is awesome featuring JTE. VWE, I'm not agreeing to that collab. I don't consent to that collab. MVP show, DJ Storms and Fergs own you, JTE plus ratio. Okay. Brian, fine, I'll check my DMs. I'll check my DMs. Okay, so there's two gig studios spamming me with 500 messages. Let's see. Ishan, yep, Fergs is a seasoned veteran that's an icon in this sport. Okay, thanks for that. Um, Brian, you sent me... Five different gifts of Fergal, Ro Mickey, Finn Balor is the goat, Fergs owns you plus ratio, hashtag Fergs. We've got Destructor, let's have a look at your messages. Oh my God. Ro Mickey cringe, Fergs better sadly, Fergs better than Cena, Fergs is quote badass. 
Fergs is goaded Fergs. Uh, let's see, we've got a group chat here. We've got hashtag Fergs, hashtag Fergs owned you, hashtag we stand Fergs. Thanks for that. Let's go to Instagram now. Let's see. Oh my God, VWE, you don't need to keep sending me stuff. Chill, dude, chill. Superkick, you know what you did, bro. You know what you did, okay? Superkick, you objectively spammed me, bro. Superkick, you spent you spent your whole last couple of days editing a high-quality YouTube video. You uploaded the video, and then you spammed my DMs, bro. Bro, this is long-term storytelling, bro. Long-term storytelling, bro. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's like, this. what's happening right now is so bad that Kevin legit died on stream. Kevin died of COVID on stream because of how bad this is. Well, well. Ferg's better than Drew. Ferg's has so much power that if you say it once, it looks like spam. That's actually, that's actually fair play. That's actually fair play. That's... As, as uh, they say in the Twitter world, that's... All right, all right. I'm back, baby. Yeah, I, I, I wish you weren't back, pal. Kidding, kidding. Oh, hey, yo, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. basically, the whole the whole thing that's happened here, Superkicks legit sent me, like, 15 messages saying folks. <laughs> Fam, open the Twitter message. I sent you one, I swear. <laughs> Bro, and, and in the words of Bruce Pritchard, that's man cap! Uh, I wonder bing what Ferg thinks of Matt. Bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> Kevin. Oh, this is great. This is so good. I'm so glad I started this trend, pal. If Trey Young shows up tonight and objectively ejects someone from the building, what would you think? If Trey Young objects someone from the building, is that what you said? Yeah, so, it was, so remember when um, Charles Oakley got ejected from Madison Square Garden for being a raging psychopath watching the Knicks? Remember mm-hmm. that? Yep. If Trey Young does a parody skit mid-day one and just randomly ejects uh, uh, anyone from the... Um, I would be very upset. I accidentally, <laughs> accidentally removed you from the stream for a second. Um, well, yeah, I would well. be very upset. Literally like a split second. I was messing around with something, pressed the wrong button, but... Um, so you're, you're telling me you ejected me from the stream on purpose? Yes, because you, you deliberately ejected your late hate co-host from the stream <laughs> because I'm not a fan of folks. <laughs> Kevin, I think you are you owe you owe me an apology. You owe me a Logan Paul post suicide forest apology. Oh my uh, god, Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, well, I'm sorry. You, you owe me an apology, pal. Okay. Oh, Fergs is more hetero than Finn Balor and Julia. Oh my god. That's evil. You guys should do a day one live reaction stream. No. How about that? <laughs> if Fergs was in the main event, we would. Yes. <laughs> Objective. Watch, Watch them on the kickoff announce that Fergs is going to join <laughs> um, Reigns and Lesnar in the main event. Fergs, Watch. pal. If that happens, I'm unsubscribing from every WWE-related network. I'm, I'm getting hashtag cancel Peacock to trend. Um... Fergs took over Kevin and injected you. Yeah, that's what happened. Fergs took the mouse out of my hand, pal. Yeah. Fergs busted into my room showing me his 12-pack abs, pal, and took over the mouse. Don't don't say Fergs and busted in the same sentence. Because 
Kevin, oh, you, sound like this, you sound like the Ferg Santa account, so it literally sends you death threats on Twitter. I've had that before. Well, people, tell, people tell you about how Ferg's bus? Uh, no, it was in death threats from Fogel Sands. Oh, yeah, I know. You've been there. You've had death threats from a lot of stands. Yeah, because, because me saying a, a, a 41-year-old man airing his testicles out on live TV in front of millions of fans, me saying that that's not good and that should, is a jail-worthy offense is apparently worthy of death threat. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. Yeah, big, big hard, big hard ass on Twitter with nine followers coming at me with a Fogel podcast. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm so scared of you, bro. Yeah, oh, oh. Big, I got big another call. Up. Hold on, BRB, oh. keep yelling. Oh my god, legit, we're losing viewers. Kevin, we're losing viewers because of you. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Okay, bro. Yeah, I, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on live stream. They they can hear you right now. Anything you want to say to the viewers? <laughs> What's up? I just wanted to see if you wanted to watch Narcos, but just let me know when you're done and we can watch it. I, I have day one to watch. I'm a loyal day one viewer. I have to watch the pre-show. I have to be in front of the TV at 6.30 p.m. to watch the day one pre-show. Okay, so can we watch it after that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can watch it after. It's a four and a half hour pay-per-view filled with <laughs> illustrious content. We have my favorite wrestler, The Miz, facing Edge. And then, yeah, after that four hour pay-per-view, we will watch Narcos 100%. Okay, sounds good. Okay, I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Are you okay? Are you good? I'm fine. That's amazing. Oh my god. I I think oh my god. Well, that what that felt like was like being possessed by the Omicron variant. That was insane. Well, bro, Joe Biden loves vaccine, bro. Oh, my dog is here. Rosa, you want to make a run-in? Come on. Benaki, mommy. Benaki. Bro, Kevin's wife loves day one. <laughs> She's going to be watching day one, bro. Bro, it, it, okay. If, if your dog is a Fogel fan, I'm done. I don't know. Let me ask you. She ran away because they're doing fireworks for some reason at five thirty in the afternoon. They're doing fireworks outside my house, so she ran away. Bro, um, I'm sat here at nine thirty nine thirty six a.m. on a Sunday morning on January second, twenty twenty two. It's the middle of summer in Australia. I can barely sleep at night because how hot it is, and because I'm a natural <laughs> hot body. I'm, I'm barely sleeping lately, and I'm dealing with your your dog being a Ferg Stan spammed on Twitter by everyone's favorite wrestling YouTuber, Superkick Studios. <laughs> I've got BWE sending me Ferg's greater than Aquaman's fake cousin. Like, Kevin, this is as low as it gets. This is the oh, darkest days fake. for wrestling YouTuber. Oh, oh God. Um, Brian asked me my thoughts on Biden saying Florida's going to have a winter of death. Well, you know, if nobody goes inside, yeah, it's going to get pretty ugly, pal. We're going to have record Omicron numbers in Florida. Bro, the NBA loves the vaccine. Oh, my God. Bro, Kyrie Irving is a bad person, bro. I sent you Ferg's winning the title. That is so good. Oh, Bro, you sent me legit four different gifts and 11 spam messages, which is almost <laughs> as many as Superkick Studios sent me. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, Superkick Studios loves Fergs. He's going to make 25 reasons why Fergs is the next mainstream star. Oh, my God. I can't wait for that video. The objective 
with data and facts behind it, the objective case for why Ferg's is wrestling's next big time. Behind the one and 21 and one. That that is how you drive company stock to zero. If you have Finn Balor break the streak, Vince McMahon's stock crashes to zero. Vince McMahon goes bankrupt. Vince McMahon loses everything he has, Kevin. Okay. Tweet Bro, Vince McMahon would have lost everything. <laughs> oh, God. Are you doing your impression of me from when I almost died yelling about Paul White co-headlining yeah. a pay-per-view in AEW? Hashtag tweet along with Fergs. All these references are so... Yes, tweet along with Spaz happened seven years ago on the Smartbusters channel. Now, all of a sudden, we've got it back with tweet along with Fergs. Tweet along with the action. No one used hashtag tweet along with Fergs. No one one used Fergs on Twitter. No one (laughs) make this a bit. I don't want to be going on. Like, if you guys go to my YouTube videos and comment Fergs, I'm legit going to delete the comments. I swear to God. This is is forever now. You're going to be getting tweets forever. (laughs) Anything you tweet, it's just going to be Fergs better. (laughs) Fergs better. Great. Right, so, so what are you telling me? I need to do engagement bait tweets just to get heaps of interactions so that the heaps of interactions can drown out Ferg's better, L plus Ferg's better. <laughs> Ferg's will make wrestling great again. What, by airing his nuts out? Nice. Ferg's own CPO, pal. I wonder how Ferg's much crypto Ferg's has. Oh my God, bro. Oh my God. You think crypto has any Dogecoin? Bro, do you, bro, do you think you're going to make Ferg's into an NFT? <laughs> This is so good. Bro, bro, Fergs loves crypto pumps, bro. Fergs has a better camera roll than Paige. Oh god. Oh my. I don't know. Paige Paige but in front of the camera is I don't know, pal. Fergs in I front mean, of a camera. Paige in front of a camera, pal. The thing with Paige, like half those videos look like I literally shot him the potato. Like I don't know what version of the iPhone she had back then, but like I mean the quality is piss poor. That was probably what like I mean? the iPhone 7 or something, the five. Oh, it must be like the iPhone three, like like the only decent quality one. Like, I they never got the footage. The, the, the stuff Brad Maddox was like actively filming during the one with um Triple X Woods. Is that footage actually out there, or is it just the phone footage? I, I don't know. No, it's out there. there. There's like um, there's like a wide shot of like of Ryback. There's Ryback's camera shot. It's out there, pal. I, I've oh, seen it God. for research purposes. For research, hey. Hey, hold on. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm making a video on the rise and fall of Page Pal, so I, I've seen that for for research purposes. That's gonna be actually a quality video. Hopefully, you can ratio on that like he did in your video yesterday. Oh, I will get ratioed, pal. Yeah, I'm getting the ratio is filthy. It, it's just getting disgusting by the minute. What what kind of what kind of like like to dislike ratio is that, Kevin? Uh, it's 99 dislikes to 90 likes right now. Oh my god! Wow. Hey, but that watch time though, bro. I almost got 200 hours watch time. So, Jeez. boom. Jeez. Tony Khan should be racist more often, pal. Content, am I right? I, I do not I do not stand for or support what Kevin's just said there. Um, I promote equality, diversity, and human rights. I don't rights. know, pal. You, you, hate, you hate Fergs, though. You, you have hate in your heart for Fergs. Do you want to know why that is, pal? You can't stand for equality and hate Fergs, pal. No, because he, he was trying to traumatize young children all over the world by airing his testicles purposely on national television. That's why. Anyway. His testes, pal. Oh, we got a tweet from Cesaro with a picture of him and Ricochet saying, name this team, pal. What are we going to name the team of Cesaro and Ricochet? Hashtag NFTs, bro. Wow. NFTs. Do you want to know what I'd name that tag team? What would you name it? Microphone itis. 
Oof. To quote Jay Rance. Oof. Jay would Jay would make Claudio Castagnoli go night night. Uh, have you seen this? Speaking of UFC healthcare, have you seen the the news about the UFC? What news, pal? So Jake Paul has offered to fight Jorge Masvidal in the UFC. If UFC pay, actually does healthcare and changes yes. their base pay from 12k to 50k. Yes, and they guarantee 50% of the UFC's revenue to fighters. Oh. That's insane. Imagine that. Jake Paul could buy a lot of NFTs with that money, pal. Jake Paul's the biggest baby face in the industry, pal. Oh, yeah, by far, pal, by far. Bro, if, if you don't like and respect what Jake Paul's doing, you know nothing about life, pal. Jake Paul is the NFT god. Bro, Jake Paul was on the Disney Channel five years ago for this business. <laughs> if you don't like Fergs, you're racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, transphobic, Islamophobic, and xenophobic. Thank you, Bro, Woodley got a Jake Paul tattoo on his ass for this business. Ferg's better than Paige's work rate. All right, I wouldn't go that far, Destructor. Yeah, that's cap. That's that's cap. too far. Nobody, objectively, very few people in the industry are better than Paige's work rate. Her in ring skills, oh, top notch, pal. Oh my god. Paige's work rate. I mean, she could run circles around your favorite wrestler. She could run circles around Brian Danielson in an AEW ring right now on an AEW YouTube exclusive match that a hundred thousand people will watch. Kevin. Yes. Paige's in-ring was so good that she, she can't wrestle anymore. It was that good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paige's in-ring, phenomenal. Her, her in-ring, in-ring ability. derailed because of how good she was at her job. Yeah, that's – yeah. Yeah, she's so that, good. Yeah. I, know, I right? mean, that, that one triple threat match she had back in the day, oof. Yeah. Oof. Best triple threat I mean, match in the history of wrestling, like- because what we ask for is versatile performance. You want someone who can just do the acting or just do the promo or just do the in-ring. We want someone who can do the full range. And Paige even jumped behind the camera at one point. It was like watching like The Rock back in his absolute prime in 2000, grabbing the camera off the camera guy, flipping off like Triple H or Steve Austin. And like it, it was like it was stuff like that. It was reminiscent of better days, pal. Yeah, Paige could do it all. I mean, she was she was in the the meetings, the creative meetings with um, what's his name, um, Pat Patterson and Bruce Pritchard. She was coming up with finishes back in the day. You know, she was they called her the finish queen backstage. Wow, wow. Um, she was just wow. like she yeah she knew how to come up to a, with a great creative finish for a match. You know, there's the dusty finish, and then there's the Paige finish, pal. Just wow. two iconic finishes in wrestling history, pal. Is there, is, there a, is there such thing as a Ferg's finish? Um, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, the the na- you you've been attacked by the nation of Ferg's fans. Yeah. So, is it? Do you know anything about what what the Ferg's fans do with Ferg? Um, usually, it involves tributes to Ferg's, which result in cleanup. That's usually what it results in. Um, no. <laughs> no. Okay. I just processed what you said. Yeah, it, it results in literally how Ferg's fans go about but the, the Ferg's finish is legit just a tribute to him. Clean up. Oh, Paige versus Mandy Leon. Now, that would be a match I would watch on pay-per-view, pal. If, Bro, if Ring of Honor brought in Paige to wrestle Mandy Leon, that would be one of the f- most phenomenal matches, pal. Quick question. I've got, I've got a, a moral debate. Everyone in chat can contribute here as well. So, Kevin, mm-hmm. if that match right there, Paige... Um, uh, what, what, just can you just run me through? Was that 
Kaiden. Hinge versus Mandy Leon in an extreme work rate match there for John. If you had to pay for that, the, the one condition was you have to buy Golden Cinema's OnlyFans to see it. Would you buy oh the OnlyFans? God. Um, Would you? To see Paige versus Mandy Leon? How long do I have to subscribe to your OnlyFans for, though? Oh. You have I, to have it, it, six it, months it, worth of Golden Cinema's OnlyFans. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. How and you have, is, and you have to you have to tell your wife you're doing it as well. Ugh. How much is her OnlyFans? Um, let, let's say it's like I don't know. I, I, I don't even know. But um, <laughs> hmm. I don't know about that. One. I mean, yeah, I guess to see to watch Paige versus Mandy Leon in an extreme work rate match, <laughs> um, it might be worth the price of admission. See, so maybe that's why Alberto Del Rio is teasing that he'll leak to the world. Oh Maybe. God! Imagine, yeah, triple threat match: Alberto Del Rio versus Mandy Leon versus Paige Pal. Uh, no one wants to see Paige versus Alberto Del Rio versus Ricardo Rodriguez. No one wants to see that. <laughs> Bro, Ricardo Rodriguez is racially abused by 3MB at TLC 2012 in the Barclays Center on Ms. TV. Paige versus Johnny Sins Pal. Would you watch that on pay per view? Johnny Sins is overexposed. He's been in too, he's been in too many videos. That's Johnny's problem. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just that's the thing. Like, he's critical analysis on the porn industry. You get it all here, pal. He's he's an internet legend, obviously. Memes for days and all, and he's done every profession under the sun. Um, as actually, Johnny Sins tried, you know, painting himself in demon paint, dressing up as Fergs, and doing the same. Hmm, that'd be good. Johnny Sins as Fergs, a little cosplay. Yep, like he, he's got like the he's got the carnage pain. He's got like one nut hanging out. Like, is has he tried that before? Maybe he could. Oh Jesus Christ! Look at this. Oh man, what a comment from Brian. Wow. Um. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, did you see what Brian said? On what? On YouTube. Night night. No. No. <laughs> so about our 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 guy Tony Khan pal. <laughs> Oh, it hasn't come through yet. That's weird. Okay. Um, I, I, I want on a live react. Do not tell me. Yeah, I'm not. Saying. I'm not reading that. No Do shot. Not tell me what was sent. No shot. Um, give my live reaction. So let, let me ask a question to the chat. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to ask? Um, oh, oh how much money do you think Xavier Woods has turned down from porn companies? Uh, seven figures. Give, give me a, give me a number. Give me a number and how much money Xavier Woods has been offered. $1.5 million. You think for one video? They're like, hey, you got here. We just need you for one video. You and Paige, $1.5 million. Uh, for one video? Uh, well, I don't know the, the CPM in that industry. I'm not across that. To be fair. Okay, go to the live chat. Then you'll be able to see it. You'll be able to see what Brian said. Are you, are you on top chat right now? I am, yeah. All right, go to live chat. Switch to live chat, and then you'll see. Oh it. my god! It's yeah, a bug. Rance rule out of the black community. Dwayne Roman Reigns NFTs. Jay Rance loves Brian Danielson. Two bald guys. Fergs loves the LGBT community. It's further down than that. It's further down. It's like one of the mo- one of the most recent comments. All I've, all I've seen from here is is night night. Like what, bro? Do, do you uh, see JB Band saying we need Paige versus Johnny Sins? Yes. All right, now scroll down. 
like it's two it's one comment below that i see destructor if thugs beats up tony khan would you like thugs it's right above that i can't i don't have anything there all right i'll, I'll put it i'll put it on screen i'll show it oh my god right, it's on screen we have tw 22 people watching us for this yes all right do you see it <laughs> mm. what a comment mm. what a comment wow. wow yeah get that off the screen get that off the screen that's we no stop yeah that's the wow what a that's, comment pal that's no no oof that's 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 well yeah no. yeah that's, that that's just made, that's made me uncomfortable that has made me uncomfortable i have to remove that one i removed it don't worry no wonder i couldn't see it because I, wow oh my god yeah that's, um, that's killed the vibes um anyway in other news um day one's about to start pal are you excited oh yeah i can't wait this is this is the four and a half hour pay-per-view you told your wife about mandy rose was offered a multi-million dollar contract by the adult industry that is great yeah and and she probably got offered just to do solo videos too mandy mandy declined that to literally do what be nxt champion there john legit oh my god mm -mm -mm. wow <coughs> well here we are I pal i think we're just about done here i think yeah um, two hours later uh yep. we had a hell of a stream hashtag ferg's better don't forget it yep romicky um, in the mud Yep. Um, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed um, a bit of an, an interesting live stream. Um, I thought we had some good rants in here. I remember uh, it feels like hours ago yelling about Matt Hardy nearly dying of CTE and AW fans on Twitter saying I was in the wrong um, <laughs> for that. Um, obviously, Tony Khan, Xavier Woods, <laughs> Hashtag Tony Nuts. I mean, you name it. We, we covered it here on Elite Heat. Madcap Moss dropping a, a barbell on his neck. All of it. What a good stuff. What a good. What a good live stream, pal. I can't wait for you to be live tweeting about WWE Day 1 and people to be flooding your replies with uh, Ferg's better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to try that. So, yeah, everyone, cheap plug. Go to my Twitter, at JT on YT. Um, we'll get that one sorted now. So I'm going to tweet out something to the effect of who's excited for Day 1 tonight. I'll tweet that out in about a minute or so from now. Um, so hopefully by the time you're hearing this, there should be a tweet out and you can go leave your respectful replies um, because I deserve respectful replies considering how amazing of a content creator I am. Um, so yeah, there you go. I mean, you can't remember you carried the YWC in the middle of the pandemic, pal. Oh God. Yeah. God, bro. I made what if the elitist took over WWE in 2020 in the, bro, in the heart of a global pandemic, I showed respect to the community, gave them a video and I get this. You carried the YouTube wrestling community on your shoulders, pal. You're the Drew McIntyre of the YWC, pal. Bro, during that time, Superkick Studios wasn't uploading. So therefore, I was objectively far and away the best YouTuber going around. Oh, man. Objectively. Here we go. I've just tweeted. I've just tweeted. Let, let, let your spam come in, people. Who's excited for day one? <laughs> Ferg's better plus ratio. Okay, that's that. Kevin, that's lovely. That's <laughs> lovely. Ferg's pal. 
Kevin? Yes. You're, you're a simp. I'm a simp for Ferg's pal? Yeah, you're a simp for a grown 41-year-old man from <laughs> Ireland who loves carnage paint and popping his nuts out. Yeah, he loves carnage paint, pal. Uh, what I'm, a strange... I'm, I'm, replying, I'm replying to these. I, I, I'm replying. I, I can't really know. What a stream, pal. What a stream. <laughs> Hashtag Ferg's better, everyone. Don't forget it. Yeah. That so is I'm going to leave you to uh, watch day one with your wife. Um, so have fun. I'm sure you'll enjoy watching The Miz and you have cardiac arrest in front of your wife watching Miz wrestle. Yeah, so I, can't, I can't wait to watch The Edge and The Miz put on a classic match for the ages, pal. God. Well. Wow. Oh my god, my mentions in this tweet. You guys are going ham on this tweet. Wow. <laughs> I just got four four different people saying Ferg's better came in in the space of literally like 10 seconds. <laughs> Kevin, this looks like your mentions when the Miz on the WWE title. It's just nonstop spam. Oh like, yeah. Kevin, remember when you nearly had cardiac arrest because the Miz on the WWE title? Uh, how can I ever forget? Yes, Destructor, we need to uh we need to collab, yes. Bro, um, Destructor is begging for collabs in the chat, bro. How could I ever forget when I, I mean, I, I told that story so perfectly, pal. I, I expressed my anger and emotion in such a flawless way. Bro, you think if Bro, you think Vince McMahon called Brock Lesnar, the Brock, Brock would slam the phone down if he had to put over the Miz, bro. Bro. Oh my God, Ishan. Do I dare say, Fergshio? Really? Fergshio? Oh my god. Fergshio, pal. Fergshio. Fergshio is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Look at what we started here, pal. Wow. And then you got like you got like the three people who were replying to that tweeted as if Oh yeah, I'm excited day one. And then everyone else is just being like, oh Fergs, Fergshio, L plus Ferg's better. Ferg's better, pal. That is great. That is great, pal. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're out of here, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, you hopefully you guys have a great New Year's Day. Don't drink too much. Don't eat too much. And yeah, take care, everyone. Peace.